0: We West, Steve Kim, got
1: Trent
0: in the cut. The Coach
2: JB. What up,
1: what up, what up, man? The real Coach JB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah!
0: Are y'all ready for
1: this? Grinding like something to prove it. Came to conclusion that it's
2: James Smith from West Coast to your side. Woah, why we in your that city? fine. Keep it 150. We never changed when handling Hurdle Link in any Metro coach. You cannot have Russell
1: Wolfson
0: Nick gave me my first offer. Like it, it, you got to head at store and you got to be marketing. I mean,
1: football Baseball then
3: basketball Oh, I love this funny show. So much, Are you mixing light and dark? at 11am <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm elated
1: that I can be able to coach that I could be able to mentor these kids uh,
4: and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years Smithy
1: and Jason Brown kill the yes rap we want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap Smithy and Jason Brown we kill the yes rap we want the games to miss and we switched it and
5: filled the gap Smithy and Jason Brown What up, what up, what up? The Co- real Coach JB here,
1: man, for the Coach JB show with Big Smitty. We are proud to announce we have a new ad sponsor, and that is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports DFS platform in North America. We are one of the easiest and most exciting ways to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more then or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in price picks is a skill based real money daily fantasy sports game. How does it work? You ask you pick two to six players and if they will go more or less than their prize picks projection, you will win. Players can choose from a vast selection of sports and stat types not offered anywhere else. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes college football. We're about to start up pro hockey, pro basketball, pro football. NFL season is here. Plus pro baseball, pro golf, men's college basketball, NCAA tournament, plus women's college basketball, soccer, women's pro basketball, esports, pro car racing, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf. You name it. We got it. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Prize Picks does it all. And I just got to be honest, dog. I started doing prize picks and I won instantly. And that's why I am endorsing prize picks to the fullest right here on the Coach JB show with Big Smitty. Go to prizepicks.com backslash Coach JB and use Coach JB as the promo code for a first deposit match up to $100. So, Go to pricepicks.com slash JB and use code Coach JB for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the best betting app online in North America. Go get it and do what Coach JB and Big Smithy does every day. We bet prize picks. Head on over there, pricepicks.com slash JB and get you $100 match right now. Appreciate you. Peace. What up, what up, what up? The Real Coach A.B. coming at you live, 6 a.m. Pacific, every single day. And it is time to get going. It is Doc Talk Tuesday. And I got my Pat Perez's PGA, Live, Golf, whatever you want to call me. I'm a pro golfer today. That's what my costume is, God damn it. And you can't, I can't wait to show you my co-host and the great big Smitty. It's Happy Halloween on this Doc Talk Tuesday. Get ready for some action. Where are we? Oh, shit. <laughs> um, it's weird, mother. It's black people shit. <laughs> it's black people shit. Everybody in the chat scared of the motherfucker. I don't know who this is, y'all. So it could be Big Smitty. It could be Michael Myers. I don't know who it is, Kelly, but shit. I ain't scared. Huh? Anyone scared? Let me know. Oh, yeah, he black. He black under... Uh, oh, shit. That motherfucker like disappeared. What the fuck, man.
0: My fault, JB. What's going on, JB? It's some weird shit going on over here, man. Y- y'all good? Hey, this motherfucker like might be an actor. Y'all, are y'all good? <laughs> oh, shit, man. No, it's some crazy shit going on over here, bro. I got a haunted house or something, bro. Did y'all see a white man over here with some brown hair?
1: I did see a white man. He was coming to get uh, the rent. He said the rent was due. Yeah,
0: I'm about to move You know I ain't paying that last month to rent We about to move <laughs> Talking about some prorated rent You ain't getting my prorated rent
5: hey,
0: <laughs> Black people shit The motherfucker rent due. It. It's
1: already what, 31st the white person there at your door tomorrow morning Bat
0: <laughs> he, Darnell ain't here Who is it? <laughs> What's going on JB? Man? I, said, I said you clean as hell with the on. Okay, I like hey. that
1: you know, he he a little smarter than me, so this motherfucker snug. <laughs> I, I, I ain't lost that much weight yet. Shit. You got an extra medium on. I got this medium. Uh hey man, we got a lot to discuss. It's Doc Talk Tuesday. Oh, I ain't seen one of them in a minute. I gotta break mine out tomorrow. I think I gotta get back to those now.
0: You motherfucker fire right here. It's hard. And the light, the way the light hitting the logo making it like kind of like shimmering. Like,
5: yeah,
0: I messed with Leon. that heavy. If
1: you wasn't married, if you wasn't married and was walking around that with that on it, like in, in Venice Beach, yeah,
0: yeah, they go crazy, they
1: go crazy. If you was rocking that shirt, <laughs> just trying to tell you, dog, that's what I'm saying. That's what I, I rumors rumored, or that's what rumors say. <laughs> that's <coughs> what I heard, I heard that, yeah, uh, yeah. uh, you know. It's a racist show, y'all. Everybody, pound that like, subscribe, become a member if you're not. Doc Talk Tuesday. Dr. Jesse Morris gonna jump in. All the latest injuries. We got a lot going on here. It's Halloween. I don't know what y'all have plans. Poll. It's not the poll question, but let me just start before I go on a little morning rant yep. about our thumbnail and Drake May to clarify why why the thumbnail is is there. What's your favorite Halloween candy, Vixen? What, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Because my favorite Halloween candy, I don't know. It's a tough one. I am old school. See, I know every all the fine chat members and everybody of the Discord asked this question about a week ago. I was like, nobody will say what I said. Remember Nerds? Though. Oh, the
0: little nerd. You shake them up, yeah. Yeah, shake the little box. The little box. Yeah. Nerds used to be fire. I ain't gonna lie to you. Nerds, dog. Nerds is a cold Halloween.
1: You put it because you get them cheap and just throw them little badass bastard kids a bunch of that shit. You ain't gotta go spend a bunch of chocolate money. You know what I'm saying? Right, Uh, right.
0: I like nerds. Nerds. I got a few of them, man. Like when I was younger, I used to to, eat the Laffy Taffys, used to be good when I was a kid. Um, now let me see i'm probably more of a like, snickers dude once i got old. this is the traditional snickers you know what i mean let me out are you handing out candy today no
1: so i put a sign on my door i'm the grinch now i put a sign on my door like some words some words i won't share but this basically like don't come near the motherfucking porch <laughs> so th- this year i might just sit out there with my gauge and, and ash yeah, fuck it, just sit out there with the gauge and ass, like in a ma- your mask you just wore uh, hat on. Like I might just sit there with the gauge and ass, like come on over and get candy, motherfucker. I don't want to get cops on your ass. I don't want to give no badass candy. I wish I could give all the kids truth serum. If I could do that, then I would just sit there and jet candy with truth serum all day long. And Hannah, here you go, baby.
0: And then the whole world changed overnight. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm glad I know that if I did have kids, or when I do have kids down the road, to not go to Uncle JB's house to get candy because he's not gonna give you none. <laughs> now don't come to
1: my house. I I start I stopped that shit, dog. That shit, don't come to my house, badass kids. You badass kids disrespectful anyway. I might just sit out there and give away fucking life lessons all day all night. Or ass whoopers, just be out there with a belt. Come sit come over here, this, man. Come on over <laughs> here, and sit out over here. You just told your mama that you didn't want to eat what? Oh, really? Shut their ass up and eat this shit. I just put fucking stuff food down his motherfucking mouth.
0: <laughs> shit. La- hey, last chance Halloween edition. Everybody, keep all the bad kids come to JB house and they get their ass hey, cussed out, whooping hey, all that.
1: JCBD has confirmed who he is. Who? A bitch may cat. He just has confirmed who he is. Cause see cats that are fanboys and are and are cool fans and and, you know supporters of the show are one thing but then when you're super on top and you want to be a smart ass about every single thing like he is this Mm. is who he is right here this is the cat this is who the guy is Mm. so i could afford to lose kcbd today might block him um
0: so before before we move on it's something more important halloween today it's my mother's birthday, man. Happy birthday, Sheila Mae Smith, man. My mama, I love you. I miss you. Hope I can come see y'all. Y'all can come see me sometime soon, man. So Scorpio season is is right here. Shout out to Mom Dukes, man. Happy birthday, mama. I love you.
1: Yes, sir. CBD. See ya, bitch. Um. <laughs> all right. So <clears throat> I don't like bitch made cats. I I'm in a mode where I see when you get older, Big Smith, you're gonna be like, you know what? Addition by subtractions a real motherfucker. Even if I lose some gas, I might gain some cats. I don't know. Yeah, um,
3: that's
0: real. That's I'm real. Glad I didn't
1: find them on Twitter and unblock them. So <clears throat> <laughs> I got some. Let's start off with a poll question. There's uh, a lot going
0: on, JB. It's so much well, going let's on.
1: Start the, let's start with the quote of the day. Let's get the quote of the day going on. Uh, quote of the day brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Believe B L E A B. Strive to make the people who didn't believe in you, Big Smitty, tell everyone how they met you. Ooh. Strive Ooh. to make the people who didn't Ooh. believe in you tell everyone how they met you. That's, That's my own bad. quote, by the way. Um, uh, that is just something I like to I like to give cats shit sandwiches. Yeah. That's what I might
0: give tonight, shit sandwich. And listen, we got a lot of hair, JB, who don't believe in us, man, as a unit, as individual people. I know people don't believe in you, JB. I damn sure I know people don't believe in me. So, like, as we grow in life, it's just just extra motivation. It's a little extra little salt bay motivation to help you want to thrive to be great. You know what I'm saying?
1: They do. They do. I like it. I always like doing things people told me I could not do. Right. (laughs) Right. All right. Contrary to belief. Um, Big Smitty, life is like riding a bicycle. I don't know if you knew that. Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. Okay, that's um, a ball. That's contrary to belief. I don't know if you knew this. And guess what? You can't backpedal and go the other way. You have to Dang. go forward to keep balanced and keep moving. I don't know if you knew that. Contrary to belief. As soon as you stop, you fall down, J.B. Um, never give up on something. Contrary to belief. Never give up on something you really want. Uh, it's difficult to wait, but worse to regret. Contrary Ooh. to belief. I like man, that one a lot. These are, all, these are all old school ones I used to use with my players. These are just some I found in the archives because, you know, I'm that guy. It's Halloween. Why not? Let's scare the scared of truth into some folks today. Uh, poll question. Are the Clippers now the new NBA favorites?
0: Man, oh, man, oh, man. JB, I ain't going to lie to you. You know, this is the realest show on planet Earth. I just found out about this Clippers news this morning. I went to sleep kind of early last night, and right before our show, I'm just looking at the, the headlines. I said, hold the hell on. James Harden set the Clippers? Now, on paper, this looks phenomenal. It looks like, oh, my God, this is the team to beat. But in reality, this ain't the team to beat, JB. James Harden's not the same no more. He's still a good player. He had like nineteen to ten last year, so he's he's more of a traditional true point guard. Still, still a good player. But let's be real, man. I like Paul George a lot. He always gets hurt. I like Kawhi Leonard a lot. He always gets hurt. Westbrook is has kind of bounced back to, to the Westbrook that, that that we've known to love, and he's more got his confidence back and and, and uh, with the Clippers. Oh, I, which I do they like got a lot.
5: Westbrook.
0: <laughs> yeah, they got, you forgot they got Westbrook and Harden back together again. They got Paul So I'm saying, they got four Hall of Famers <laughs> right now. They got four Hall of Famers JB right now on the lineup. And they're, it's fucking horrible. And they right? all from I know Paul George ain't from LA, LA, but they all from the LA area, you know. Nah, what I'm Paul George
1: is from LA. His mama moved to Palmdale like later in his when he goes after his daddy and then mama broke up. He went out to Palmdale which is an hour outside of LA, but James is from Compton, Westbrook's from Gardena, but he grew up in Compton. And James went to my high school, but obviously Artesia High, but years after me. But he grew up in Compton. Kawhi was also from Compton, if you didn't know that. His daddy actually, there's a scenario situation out there that I I might put his business out there. But then he moved out to Reno Valley.
0: Um, I'm surprised you're not rooting for them. I know you're a Lakers fan, of course, but like you got four people damn near from your hood and you ain't rooting for them?
1: They're not from my hood no more, though. They're from my hood. They're from what used to be my hood. Because if they was from my hood, guess what? Huh, they play every game.
5: <laughs>
1: mm. I don't know nobody from where we grew up that would sit out and not play. You, shit. Do, not, you do now, brother. <laughs> I, I know a gang of cats from the hood that actually know their daddies and shit like that. And and are like, man, you motherfucking softest shit. You couldn't come out to Lutus Park right now and play a whole goddamn pickup game. Like, mm. this is the thing. I forgot Westbrook was there. Oh, it's even... I'm even happier this morning for the lakers like it's even more to me it's even more. see the lakers can only build chemistry get better continue to grow like they did late last year even though i'm not super high on the roster because lebron's a little older and lebron runs the point and they got the little white boy coming off who basically starts for them kind of is like ah, that's a chink in the armor to me but anyway clippers are going to always try to find themselves because two of them will be hurt. The other two will be playing and the uh, four will play one night and then two will play another night. They'll never completely build a chemistry where the Lakers, unless AD gets hurt, of course, which is a possibility, yeah, um, sure. that team is going to continue to get um, just build chemistry. I like d mm-hmm. I like the role players much better. And I think the Clippers, I saw who they got rid of. Battoon, and they got rid of Morris. Two great nitty-gutty-gitty rim protector perimeter players. 3 and D, yeah. I, that's a loss. People don't realize how, how how that loss is. I still think the loss of Holiday in, in Milwaukee is a big loss. A lot of people aren't going to talk about but I think it's a huge addition in Boston. And,
0: and I, um, th- I think Philly just got a lot better. Because Philly is uh, the one who's getting Battoon, and they're getting Marcus Morris, and uh, here's they a hell of a Here's
1: the reason why this may happen. This is why it got better, though. Tucker's too old and stiff. He's not going to help anybody anymore at this time. I- I'm tired of hearing about Tucker. P.J. Tucker does nothing. I mean, I'm mean, i just going to be honest. Y'all can tell you all the shit you want about him. Him and Batoon both are pretty old. They're both stiffs on the perimeter. They Either one, Batoon can at least score. If he could, but right. but Puck, Tucker can't score a fucking point. In this day and age, in this league that y'all are so hyped up on about shooting threes from half court and threes and the three ball, P.J. Tucker's irrelevant. I, I don't know why he continues to be a commodity. He's irrelevant. I've been watching the dude. Like I'm like, what does this guy actually do?
0: He's, he's a vet now. I do agree. He, he doesn't move as good as he did two, three years ago. He used to be a really good defender, though, physical guy, kind of that old-school mentality, he's strong, can guard your best player. He, he doesn't move as, as well anymore, but he's a guy. He, he's just a veteran guy who you want on your team who could come in for a few minutes, get a couple fouls, knock down a couple wide open threes, and then get about the game. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Hey, Freddie Mac, you're a
1: you're captain obvious, homie. Like, I'm going to be real. Like, thank you for letting us know Tucker isn't out there to score. I didn't know that. I thought he was fucking LeBron. I forgot. I forgot PJ was wasn't a score. God damn it. That was my bad. Dog. Let me
0: I'm ask fun. you this, JB, real quick. Um, so obviously the obvious answer is listen, they're not gonna be healthy, so it's not gonna work. Let's let's just for shits and giggles, let's assume this is a magical year. Kawhi, for the most part, Paul Jordan for the most part, they all stay relatively healthy, healthy enough to where all four of these guys are together in the playoffs. How far can this team go? if they stay healthy like all bias aside we're both Lakers fans but putting our goggles to the side how far can a healthy clippers go if they're if like if they're healthy
1: <laughs> so here, here's a realistic thing about it
0: yeah
1: harden hasn't been the same three-point shooter in three years mm-hmm. he's aging tragically in front of our very eyes he does not play defense let's just keep it real westbrook Will play in your face, but doesn't play defense, to be honest. He, he's going to let you blow by, so he doesn't get a foul so he can go try to get a triple-double on the other end. So he'd rather be on offense. Kawhi played play D. Paul George will play D, two of the best perimeter defenders in NBA. But if they're not playing, there's no chemistry. I got to ask you, out of those four kids, dudes, who? Where are they going to get besides Kawhi hitting a knockdown shot on occasion? But let's just be real. Kawhi can hit a three, but he's not known as a fucking Steph Curry. He's a mid-range
0: assassin.
1: <laughs> so who's their perimeter three-point shooter? I'm trying to figure out who it is
0: now because I don't know who they have. I on mean, the James end. Harden can still can knock end. down three. Now I, I'm not saying he's he's not oh. he's not MVP James Harden, but. You, you got James Harden can knock down some threes for sure. Paul I mean, George be, can I'm knock down some
5: threes. They still they
0: got Terrence good. Mann. Terrence Man's an all around scorer, not just a three point like assassin. He's an all around scorer. So they, they they have a lot of scores. They got I, they got Norman play Powell. Playoff. He's a guy who can I, shoot threes I, off the bench. I, some of the role players like they got some cats. Jay, I see what you're saying. Like they don't have no just you know, Kyle Corver out there, Mike Miller per se, but they got a lot of scores who can kind of do it all. You know what I'm saying? And um,
1: I got to get Marcellus on this week. I'm going to hit Marcellus oh, you, right we now. got
0: to. Please get hit Marcellus him on. right
1: now. I, I, I got to just, I'm going I'm to shit on his Clippers, man. I, I'm not a believer. I'm not a believer in the Clippers. Um, I got to be honest. The Clippers never sell me. Uh, hey, Dr. Jesse Morris is here. It's, it's Doc Talk Ooh. Tuesday. Hey, Bailey, why don't you let us know Doc was in here? the fuck you doing all right what's
0: up dog got the orange tile for halloween i see what you're doing dog i see what you're doing
6: i can't wear any crazy uh outfits last year my my patient came in because i'm about to be injected by a pharaoh (laughs) (laughs) and you're dropping 50 bands on an injection you can't be looking cray cray
1: hey 50 (laughs) bands big smitty wants to get some lipo done do you do
6: lipo (laughs) we do fat lipo yeah Really, do you oh. take yeah, the best stem cells in the body are actually in your fat cells?
0: Okay, I might. Well, we might have to talk post show. I'm not trying to try get this app. I don't feel like going to the gym no more. Been working out my whole life. I'm trying to get this six pack in, doc. So I might have to come talk to you. Hey, doc, you hey doc, why don't you jump
1: in here real quick? The clippers just clippered, in my opinion, like. <laughs> They got four of the greatest. Uh, you know, they're all from where I grew up. They're all from Compton, California. Ironically, so this is going to be like they're going to go to the club every night. They're going to kick it every night.
5: They am to figure out
1: how is this team really going to be able to play? Do you like? Are you believer in this Clipper trade?
6: I was very surprised when I saw it. I didn't go to bed till late, uh, like one one thirty a.m. East Coast time, and I still didn't see it pop. Um, I, I, I don't know Harden personally. Uh, I know a, a couple people that know him and he just sounds like a diva. Um, and and and, and not, I mean, they're all good scores per se, but I don't know if the chemistry is going to work and if they can stay healthy enough. And, and between all these off days and, you know, uh, how often are they actually going to have all four of those guys on the court at the same time? You know, um, I, I'm from Boston, so I have my allegiances. Um but, but, um, I don't you know, we'll see. I mean, everybody's been trying to do this, put these, you know, several good scores together. Super, team. um, mm-hmm. you know, but, but how often has it really worked out?
1: I like the I trade mean, for 76ers. I think that the trade, the actual picks they got in the draft, um, you know, the assets, I think they can make a big time trade similar to what Boston did last year or what they did with getting holiday. I think the the 76ers can make a big trade before the deadline, December, January ish this year and try to go get somebody that's out there who's probably going to be disgruntled because that's just the generation we're in right now but uh who knows um a lot of injuries doc it just keeps piling and piling in the nfl i mean it's getting bad what uh unfortunate for uh my man cousin man i thought he was playing as good as he's probably played um i think he had the best night of any quarterback in football two weeks ago against the niners dicing them up mm-hmm. um, and then this happens uh I know I had Eric Weddle on yesterday. I had Matt Machetti there just like, man, get rid of the turf. Da, da, da. So it's just, I mean, we've had turf for a long time, and I've never seen this many Achilles. It, it, I know you can't put, put your finger on it, but like, is anything like even out there in the in the, in the the air stratosphere telling you why these are occurring like they are?
6: How political you want to get? Oh, as political as you want. Keep it real. Was there an injection that happened the past couple of years?
5: Mm.
1: yeah
6: mm, it was
1: really really i i know i i know that's a big thing i didn't think about it affecting this i don't know
6: I, I i all i know is i can't rule it out I, I, that's all that's all i don't know we don't know we don't know right you know it is it like it can be a coincidence
0: that you know Everyone's getting the same injury. So it's like. So if you look at my,
6: my timeline from last night, one of my past couple posts, I compared the season-ending injuries in 22 to our, to the so far in 23. Mm. We've already had five times more injuries for Achilles this year than last year. The only one that I'm aware of last year for offensive skill set players, whatever you want to call them, fantasy players I call them, uh, was Caleb Huntley, the backup running back for Atlanta. Yeah. Look how many all we've already got. had. all guy. Yeah. But, but look how many we've already had this year. You know, we've already had Dobbins. We've had Rodgers. We've had uh, Cousins. And there was one or two more, but those are just the big, big guys. They've right. already had several. ACLs are common every year. Um we haven't had any lower extremity stuff yet, but that usually happens later in the year when they just you say yes yeah, surgery and then they shut them down. So that happens hasn't happened yet. Um, there was a lot of guys, but they've already had fourteen season-ending injuries through week eight. Last year we had thirty the whole season.
5: Mm.
6: That you know I might have missed one or two, but but in general that's the ones yeah. I have documented. So it's and
1: hey, clarify like, for crazy. Doc, I just want so the chat doesn't go ballistic he's saying if you look at the total amount of injuries and then we're saying, was there a jab out there a few years back? That is what we're discussing. We know Aaron Rodgers and cousins didn't actually take that particular jab, but that doesn't account for the highest amount of injuries of all time. So let's be clear. That's what I'm making sure doc, go ahead. And and I I I
6: tweeted something yesterday from Dr. Porras, a a PT that does a lot of fantasy stuff too. And he was alluding to the same thing. So this isn't a new concept. Okay. Um, In general, you don't know what is in it and how it's going to affect you, affect you right? Um, we do, Yes, grass plays a role. Yes, you know everything plays a role. But uh, we're definitely seeing injuries at a higher clip. Okay, how do you have someone – we'll use Aaron Rodgers, for instance. Aaron Rodgers missed a series of games in his entire career twice. Once due to this clavicle, once due to this clavicle. Besides that, he didn't really miss a whole lot of games, right? Hell, he even broke his thumb last year and played through it. Right? I mean, think about this. And he actually didn't do half bad. Um, then obviously he tears it on game one. When Kirk Cummings became the starter in Washington, he has never missed a game since. Never, he's never missed a game. That's the that's insane. That's the definition of an Iron Man.
5: And all of a sudden he tears his Achilles, yeah,
6: like on a routine play. Like I, 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 You know, it's, I, it's weird. It's weird. That's all I got to say. Like, I can't explain it. Um, you know, did he have a calf strain? Not that we are aware of. Not that we know of. Right. Like Rogers did before his, um, you know, uh, you know, it's not like J.K. Dobbins who had a compensating injuries the past year or two. He coming after ACL. Now you got this. Like, it wasn't like that. You know, so
1: oh, stay, stay with me on this because I it's gonna because I'm not as most articulate human when it comes to trying to get out some truth bombs. But quarterbacks, for the most part, when I played, uh, even with the Chiefs and in, in arena league, I was two thirty. Now I still wasn't I wasn't this goddamn heavy, but I was two thirty. Right, I'm two seventy five now, so I was two thirty. But I wasn't. I was a weight room strength guy, but I wasn't a weight room look pretty guy. Yeah, either was either is Kirk Cousins, either is Aaron Rodgers, either is Tom Brady, either yeah. was John Elway was just a gifted six, four and a half, phenomenal, strong guy. But he wasn't like a guy that goes to Venice Beach and pops off the shirt. These are these were the quarterbacks. And for the most part, they stayed. What do you want to call it? Um, uh, Limb loose. Uh They yeah. were flat, they, they had elasticity. They weren't big, huge Will Levis guys said, right, for yeah. throwing the football or their lats are so goddamn big it pushes out their arm. Stuff like that. But now we're seeing those same guys that we never saw get injured before ever popping down, dropping like flies, like Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. Uh, These guys that are, are just staying healthy, cardio fit, Um, you know, jumping rope, a little bench press, a little power clean. We didn't squat. We, we, we can't risk hurting our back. We weren't going to hurt our knees. Um, we're going to do leg extensions and stuff like that. Uh, calf raises, shit like that for quarterbacks. Dot drills. Um, is there anything that's happened in science that is occurring that we don't know about?
6: I, I think uh, I think we talked about it a couple of times in the past, but I think this goes back to, uh, and, and, and if you're not in this industry, you won't really understand what I'm talking about, but the poor quality of food and a lot of the toxins in our diet. I have a, um, I won't use any names, obviously, uh, but I'll give you an example. 23 year old elite baseball player. I mean, you'll know his name if I said it. No question in the world, super healthy, unbelievably, you know, uh, timing is impeccable, right? Um, If you can square up 100 mile an hour fastball, you have impeccable timing. I checked his mercury level. You wonder where where will we get mercury, fish? fish. Okay, mercury level is seventy seven times normal. Ooh, what? At twenty three, I see it all the time, every day. Every day, I see it for regular people, c- celebrities, uh, you know, super wealthy pro athletes, you name it, I see it. So, like, and it's and it's consistent. You know, we don't see a whole lot of lead anymore because that, that's gone out of the pipes and, and, and out of the uh, water and, and gasoline and everything. But um, but but the problem is we're starting to see all these other toxins. We're starting to see this modified gluten. We're starting to see a lot of these GMOs. They're starting to say and you don't think about oh, it's, it. Have you ever been to Europe and tasted their food?
1: Totally different.
6: You don't They're get full. Different.
1: Yeah. totally different. They
6: don't even allow American food to be shipped to Europe like a lot of the garbage that they put in our food is indirectly slowing down our healing. And that's how I tie it back in. That's the problem. And it's a slow accumulation. So we don't heal mm. as well as we should. Damn. And then we talk about last week, week before, whatever it was with the marijuana with the bone marrow, like that you put all these different things together and you say, why am I not healing? Like I should, you know, eat that one. None of these were uh, freak, crazy injuries, you know, right. like an Alex Smith or like no, these right. were normal play. I mean, Cousins was dropping back; it wasn't even a crazy play, right? You know, I mean, Anthony Richardson was because because he already had significant ligament injury and just he's kind of reckless how he plays. Um, but you know, Rogers is getting older. I get it. Both of them are a little older, but Dobbins just tore his and he was young, so it's like Cam Akers. You know, I mean, Cam Cam tore his, and he was what a rookie, maybe Not a rookie, but like second year. You know, he yeah. was young. 21? Yeah, I mean, and he I'm- already had two guys that that were rookies that, that were uh, college players that tore it. Uh, Muhammad Ibrahim, the the kid that that, that dislocated yep. his hip, he tore it in college, and then uh, one of the Vikings uh, running backs. Um, but it's it's crazy, like these soft tissue injuries, and we're seeing uh, all these all this stuff. It's just. I, I'm sure the turf plays a little bit of a role, I, hard to say exactly what it is. And people are like, well, did, it didn't happen on the turf. Well, but you got to understand that that ligament or tendon, depending on what you're talking about, slowly wears down over time. Right, right. And then it's just the straw that breaks the camel's back that you see. But think of it as a rope that's fraying, 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 fraying. You can't see it fray. You may feel it. The player may feel it, but it's very subtle. And then all of a sudden, it goes from handling a force to p- torn, not handling a force. That's it. You can't go back. That's, that's, you know, that's my point
1: about the Taco Bell joke that I make. That's what I mean, though. It's the food that we're eating nowadays, along with the weed and the bone marrow stuff and all that. It's like this is there's no way this is just what we grew up on. I'm trying to figure out. Like I've been hearing because I'm a fish and seafood guy, and I'm like, I've heard tilapia is is, is just is just like crazy there's a new way they're raising these things out here and they're farm raising them they're not even coming from our oceans no more and yeah, I'm saying, no, they're
6: all. we don't know where they're coming from
1: they, yeah. and we don't know where this stuff's coming from and I'm like and then we're trying to fake chicken now and trying to come up with oh, no, no. that chicken ain't even chicken bro it, it, like what are we doing to ourselves like that's what I don't get like our worst enemy is our own damn government
0: but
6: that's yep. the well, getting
0: improved? that's the crazy thing <laughs>
6: i am gonna leave you all so most people thinking well i can just get a simple blood pass and check my my my, my levels of, of high heavy metals unfortunately that is just a snapshot of what your blood is showing at that time that is not telling you how much you truly have in your body because what it's not doing is it's going to search and say oh yeah you do have heavy metals that's what we call a provocation test. So basically what you can do is you collect your morning urine, you come in, you get an IV that has a chelator, usually EDTA, which checks for lead and and, and and a bunch of others, or you can do the mercury one, which is DMPS. You you do an IV of that for 20 minutes or whatever, that goes into your system, binds all the heavy metals, and then you pee them out. You collect your urine for, for five hours after, and then you send the morning to the post and say, hey, how much do I normally get rid of and how much do I actually have in my body that um, is being bound to the metal and then you pee it out? So that's called a provocation test. That's not a common test, but it is the most sensitive, the most accurate. And and, and if you have it in your body, it will come out. If it don't have it in your body, then it's going to be low or zero. That's,
1: that's kind of like when the uh, you know, life insurance comes, takes a piss test from you and
6: you got high protein, correct? Well, yeah, you know, any of those things, you'd be amazed at how sensitive urine is. Like, it is crazy what you can find in urine. Um, But, you know, that gives you an an idea. I just did my personal genetic testing. I got it back yesterday. They could tell you crazy stuff. They're like, you're a good metabolizer of caffeine. You're like, use your workout in the morning, which is not conducive to my life, but that's what it says. You know, and there's so many things I'm like, I'm like, like, we have so many different things that we can utilize in our genetic, uh, chain. Like this leads to that, this leads to that. And and it basically is, it's basically say there's three options, ABC, and you have a, all right, you're perfect. No chronic concerns. B, uh, you got a little bit of red flag, but no big deal. C, all right, you have a lot of problems with this specific gene and that's going to lead to increased risk of X, Y, Z. You do that for all the genes or the majority of the genes that we figured out. And then you get an idea of what, predispositions for you that you can avoid choose a versus B you know choose this bread versus that bread you know do this to that how well do you heal you know I have one lady that we have eight genes that code for healing for code for for uh, detoxification she doesn't detoxify at all she has two of the eight she she drinks she's she got a hung hangover for five days you ever heard someone that just like, they just don't detox, like just, they drink like, I can't drink. I I'm, My hangover's are awful. They have a detox problem. Mm. No, whether that's genetic, like hers is, or that's environmental, these metals, these, uh, all these different garbage that we're putting in our body that our body doesn't know what to do with. So you put all these things together and these guys aren't healing like they should. And I'm going to add one more level to it. We all have gut issues. Ooh. Okay. So the gut is the second brain. This is where our body filters and our body pulls in nutrients or doesn't pull in nutrients. And if it's not, if think of it as like an, a, a sponge that has a bunch of holes in it, all those good nutrients are just just falling through because it's not good enough to catch it. We have all these bacteria and all these garbage that are messing up our, our system and we can't get the nutrients that we need hmm. that we're getting in our food. Oh, I'm, I'm, eating, I'm eating my vitamins through my, through my food. Well, what if you're not absorbing them? Mm. you know that's the most the common, common vitamin you could think of vitamin c the average uh rate of absorption is 18 percent. 18 percent. that's wow that's vitamin c that's wow that, that's I why mean. i do all my stuff iv because i I don't have to worry about purity i don't have to worry about if i'm going to absorb it or not man but you don't have to do iv
0: i know iv thing, is pretty- Hey Doc, hey die. Right. you got me over here like I'm over here. I, I'm going to change my whole diet around. You got me over here nervous now, man. My chest well, beat, my heart beat fast. The easiest
6: thing you can do, two things. Switch to liposomal, which is usually a liquid, which bypasses the stomach and that you 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 and you and you uh, you you absorb it better. And check your vitamin D levels. Liposomal and yeah, it's I liposomal, it's, uh, uh, liposomal is, is a generic phrase for how you how they can make vitamins not all of them but many of them it's usually liquid vitamin d vitamin c many of them are are, are liposomal and most brands are for the most part okay uh, without getting specific but uh that's that's the tricky part
0: what's the name of that test you
6: said provocation yeah um that one gets a little complicated but uh the, the name of the brand that we use is called doctor's data doctor's data and and it's EDTA and DMPS.
1: I mean, I mean. we got some we shit. I love the vital information for everybody. Um, injury wise, anybody that you think can think of for people coming back off the off the list this week that's important for
6: for the fans mm. players out here. Ooh. I th- I think um London might miss with a groin. Um, I can't trust anybody on Green Bay. Um you know, list is getting crazy. Um, I, I have 80 something guys on my list right now. Uh, probably 10 of them are on IR or, you know, on IR coming back potentially. Um, Jerome Ford shouldn't have played last week with a high ankle. We know that. Um, quarterbacks are hot mess. Uh, it's crazy. 72% of the quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks, have already been injured at some point in time three, eight games, you know, three season ending. Um, you know, we guys, you know, look who's starting for the you know, we got guys like budget, you know, Bajan uh, or got, whatever. Yeah, Tyson Bajan. <laughs> I mean, not not to throw stones, but like, yeah, I mean, look, Tyra, you know, look Taylor. You, you know, which is, I mean, but Tyra's already gonna be banged up. They played about DeVito this week. Yeah. Um, you know, they, hated they, they got, I mean, no disrespect, but this is a big drop off between guys you're paying 20, 30, 40 million dollars to and a guy that you just drafted after. You know, whatever fifth round rookie, whatever he is, you, hey doc, crazy so, is happening during an era where quarterbacks can't even
0: get hit for real, they can't really get mm-hmm. touched, but they're getting hurt more. <laughs> hey doc, this is something I talk
1: about all the time on my daily rants and stuff. Like, this is why I've come out in the past and been on this hill that everyone else comes after me, but then now they're starting to like, damn, maybe JB's been right. The backup quarterbacks in this league, there's not a huge drop off as far as talent level. It's just that we're paying guys so much money at the top, and then guess what? You go from a Daniel Jones to a Tyrod Taylor for right now, looks like it's eh, it's okay. It's not a huge drop-off. And I I could actually say that for every single big-time quarterback except for Aaron Rodgers. And who else? Not true, not true, not true. We don't even know who Cincinnati's backup is, but they're not Burrow. No, you can talk about whatever you want. Tyler Huntley took the Ravens to the playoffs.
0: No, 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 Slow your roll. Slow your roll. Lamar Jackson got hurt when the Ravens was already in, in, in playoff position. Don't just matter. throw that out there. You're talking like Lamar Jackson got hurt at the beginning of the season like Brady did and Huntley started the entire season. God, don't, don't just right, – not we'll, we'll gets, look look
5: that. Information we'll, gets we'll, thrown we'll, out. We'll, <laughs> <could> we just <laughs> shake shit like Stop. that.
0: He didn't but take they, the Ravens to the playoffs.
1: Stop. All right, we'll talk about that separate. But look at Taylor Heineke. Look at the guys like Minshew. Look at these guys that everybody said were bums – who are basically winning games, being very efficient in their, in their games. And yeah, do they practice as much as the starter in this during the week? No, but if they did, I don't think there's a huge drop off doc.
6: It's a shame because we're seeing more and more of these guys. I mean, I think they should have sat get Jimmy G last night and he couldn't have been much worse. No, he I mean, he missed Deavante with two bombs. Like, and I was like, bro, where are you coming? Jacoby Myers didn't even exist. I'm like, what are you doing? He was one for four with an interception. I was like, come on, man. I,
5: like,
6: I know man. you, I, I
1: saw your trade, uh, who, who you kind of wanted to see get traded. I know, here's the thing. I don't feel sorry for Devontae Adams either, though. He he wanted the bag. He wanted to go to Vegas. He got what he asked for. Oh, yeah, this true. is what we're seeing in James Harden and all these soft crybabies. But I'm gonna break that down later, but i I don't feel sorry for him, but the bottom line is the the product that we get to see as a fan base a fan bases or fans across America it's not right for those guys like the NFL fan, whether you're a stiller fan watching a Raider game, should be able to see the best receiver in football catch the damn ball, yeah. But we're not. Yep. We can't even see the best player catch the ball. He had because one
0: catch for 11 yards, y'all. Devontae had 10 or 12 freaking targets, too.
1: Yeah, it's but best. they were
0: bad targets. There wasn't no accurate targets. It was just like, he like you no. said, that he
1: was
6: open. No, I saw your trade. Devontae to Ravens. I saw your rec- – you, you, you thought that. I mean, and none of those are realistic. We know that. But, yeah. unfortunately, you know. And the
1: only reason I say that, I just – OBJ hasn't even had, what, five catches all year? Like, Well, OBJ's
6: more worried about, about his stats than like, he's like, about helping the team.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Devontae don't just sit there either and not catch the ball. I I don't know if that's a good situation. I've been looking through all these teams. I'm like, where can Devonte really go right now? Aaron Rodgers is out out of the league right now. There's nowhere really I can see him going. Like, cause
0: the quarterback position's so bad right now. <laughs> like I mean, look yeah. the, the Chiefs, the Chiefs need a receiver real bad. I
6: mean, I would I, like to see maybe Evans to the Chiefs or, or DK. I don't know if they'll do they won't do that but like I don't think anything's gonna happen today maybe a little bit Gibson goes somewhere or something but I don't think anything big will happen per se um but uh, you know um it's it's you know team is most teams are one one injury away from irrelevance or relative relevance like you know look look at Cousins everything was good oh Jefferson will be back they have a chance to make the playoffs what now Hey, they well, based them?
0: upon JB's theory, the backup's going to be just as good as Kirk Cousins, so it shouldn't even matter, really.
1: Well, they don't have one. And, okay, there's an outlier here and there, bro, but let's be honest. Kirk Cousins don't have a backup. They're going to have to trade for James Winston now, which I think they're going to do today.
6: Which is not a bad idea.
1: I, Dobbs. Mean, I wouldn't like,
6: mind even Dobbs that who's actually held his own.
1: Yeah, and then you got Dobbs now. Dobbs is possibly on the block because if Kyler comes back – is Kyler Murray – before you get out here, is clicking. Kyler Murray
6: back? Yeah, they're not trading him. They won't trade him. He's back. Uh, he won't. He won't have the rushing he usually does. But that dude is nice. Like I know he's a you know whatever they say about him, but talent wise, he's talented. I mean, if he oh, was yeah. three, talent four more wise. inches, no you question. Know, if, if he was, if he was bigger, physically bigger, he would be even nastier. But yeah, uh, he isn't. But but he still made do, and we've seen him. He's been a top eight quarterback when he's on the field regardless yeah. of who's around him whatever you know maybe hollywood gets shipped probably not i mean you're not going to bring him back and then ship out his best receiver um but yeah i think he'll be back probably in two weeks He's, They got a tough schedule right now well i heard clune's uh, getting to start or coon or clune yeah clayton tune the kid from tune, tune.
1: he'll be yeah. the starter this week which will be interesting i, I you know that's gonna just give a
6: possibility to trade Dobbs, like you said. I, I, maybe that's why they did it. I mean, the kid looked pretty good. He looked better than Mac Jones nah. at some point in time.
1: And he got there a week before the season.
6: So I don't know. Yeah, he, they got he, the he, trade
1: deadline like
6: to, today. today, though. So they got. No, like,
1: they I mean, right now, bro, it's at three p.m. Is is over? Yeah, we're running out of time. But we're gonna get some shit during the show today. So, trust me, something's happening right now as we speak. So we'll see. Bailey, what keep happens.
0: your eyes to the streets, Felipe and Ethan. Keep your eyes to the Twitter streets, man. Yeah. No doubt. Doc,
1: <laughs> always a pleasure, man. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, good uh, good week of uh, injections. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Take care. No, Have you all no a week,
0: mask bro. on. No mask on while you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all hey,
1: right.
0: Hey, hey Doc was something. on here dropping some real-life gym. He's in my vitamin D and provocation and all types of terms I can't say, but he was dropping some real gems to the chat. Can we start the show now? Let's do it.
1: I'm just kidding, Um, but we need to. Here it is. The Drake May thumbnail, Big Smitty. Whether it's true or false, clickbait or someone's soft-ass thoughts, this is reality, regardless of what you out there think. This is reality, though. Whether it's fake news or not, Caleb Williams, wasn't he in the same discussion, Big Smitty? Mm Mm-hmm. I told you guys over the past few years, Big Smitty, I'll take one minute to rant this out. Please do. I told you guys over the past few years that this college-level transfer portal process or the thought process of the transfer portal, beginning with kids sitting out bowl games years ago, now sitting out half the season to market their NFL career is a real thing. I've been telling you guys this for two years. This is why we see trade demands like the James Harden's of the world has now done what? Three times, four times? Not sure. Um, Westbrook has done it multiple times. KD has done it multiple times. LeBron, Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving. NFL, Roquan Smith's done it. Devontae Adams did it. OBJ's done it. Several others. We can go on and on and on about all professional sports. Don't leave baseball out of this. We've had major guys. Mookie Betts, and others, there is no more play until the contract is up. I understand it. I'm not going to be yelling at the old man, bitch, and moan. There is no more of that. The contract is up. Era is over. There's no more play for your brothers. There's no more play for that organization. There's no more play for the coach or the family member who actually went to that particular high school or college. Nobody down the line in in the pecking order of generational kid the generations have gone by where they don't even know who if their daddy played at that high school, and they don't care. I'm not. I, they don't care if my daddy played at UCLA. There's they still go to fucking USC, which is uh, back in the day you might get castrated at the house, but that's not happening anymore. We are acceptive of all this, so it is free agency without a return, and it begins here at the high school level. It begins with four. Kids going to four high schools in four years. It begins at the college level. These are products, Big Smitty, that we're watching right now play professionally, get huge amounts of money. They're products of the transfer portal. Just so we're clear. And I want to be super clear that that's what we are in the, pro- that is the generation. It is this transfer portal era that has ascended upwards to the NFL. So, so, if I tell you, Smitty, you can do this, you can do that, you can do this and then once you go to another level and you make a lot of money, that process in your brain hasn't stopped. you're still going to think you could do this and do that you just have money now so what is you why do you why why would why would the Bears cornerback Jalen Johnson not request a trade, which he's done two hours ago this morning why why would he not? Look at the kids who have transferred in the portal as college players and look at who's requesting trades. Mm. Might be good information for you guys out there. Um, You might find it very interesting to see how a kid transferred three times in college and now demanding trades in the NFL. You might be like, huh, correlation. There's a reason why these guys are demanding trades. I personally do believe it. Um, Drake May thumbnail. It, it, we don't know if it's true or not. It broke on reviews. I've seen the Athletic reported. I know Barstool put a thing out. Is it fact? We haven't heard Mac Brown say it. We haven't heard anybody from Drake May's mouth say it, uh, or or his team say it. So I would assume that's clickbait. Now, um, the the rumors of them possibly sitting is the reason for the thumbnail. Producer Rick Miner. So that is my point to this whole thing. Like, this is someone's thought, though, Big Smitty. It's right. someone that has thought this. They're, they're, this is a real thing because we do know people have set out bowl games for the last five years, correct?
0: Right, yeah.
1: And you don't think it was going to transition upwards? I mean, we're going to have cats sit out the national title games. We're going to have cats sit out playoff games. And then, to my point three years ago, the playoffs in college football will come back eventually to bite the NCAA and these head coaches in the ass because we wanted playoffs. We wanted to eliminate the importance of natural rivalry bowl games like the Rose Bowl and the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl and the Sugar Bowl and all these bowls that were just unbelievable New Year's Day game, you know, New Year's Eve games, gone, no more. Got the Stars not even playing in those games. Meaningless games, they call them now, which is a slap in the face to everything out there. Meaningless bowl games. So we could go to a BCS 14 playoff, and now that playoff is about to blow up and implode in your very face when they start sitting out these games too. Mm. And Big Smitty is transcending upwards, dog. The NFL does it. The NBA does it. We are in a very, very interesting spot say the least I'm gonna see, I'm gonna leave it in your corner for that
0: no I mean it's it's, it's definitely a new era for sure and um uh, we talk we talk about this a lot here on this show obviously it just there's so many factors that go into it I mean you know one might one may say this generation is just soft and that's what it is uh another person might say hey well the guy just don't love the game like they used to. And then a guy like me might just say, yeah, those two things could be somewhat true, but I think it just comes down to the money. And guys are making more money now than ever before. So now when they're making decisions on career, uh, sitting out, health, etc., the money always is at the front of mind. They don't want to do anything that's going to hinder them making that bag and chasing that bag, which I completely understand. When you don't come from nothing – and, and you have this short window to make a ton of bread and it's right here in front of you, you do have to adjust some of your decisions to make sure that, that you're not miss, uh, missing out on that money. At the same time, at the same time, though, how why are you in position to get that money? Because you played the game. So you do have to play the game. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm the ultimate competitor. I, I, I think I hate losing more than I love winning. That's how I've always been since I was a little-ass kid. I, I remember... A memory: my my little cousin beat me in a damn shootout little contest, and I ran to the bathroom crying. I was like five years old. I remember this memory because they really pissed me off. Because again, I hate losing. That's how competitive I am. So me, I don't, I I don't understand. Like I, I understand it, but I would not sit out. No, no matter what. Even if I was in a position to make tons of bread, I just love oh, playing oh. the game. Like, I really do. So I would would play. I wouldn't sit out. But do I understand the conversation? I understand it, but for me, using Drake May specifically, and obviously even Caleb Williams, these guys, you know, like you know, two of the last like three weeks or so have not played their best ball. I would not want to go out that way. As a competitor, there's no way I'm going I'm to go out here, lose a couple games, play bad statistically, and then just set out. Because to me, that's doing more damage to you personally from, from a perception-wise across the media and coaches, and also from a talent talent perspective, I don't know anybody that gets better at playing football by not playing football. <laughs> no one gets better at playing a sport by not playing the sport. So by you sitting out and you just training and throwing the ball around, you're not gonna get better. We've seen Deshaun Watson in the NFL, you know, miss a year and a half, and now look at him. You know what I'm saying, and obviously it's a different situation. But I'm just saying, when you miss a ton of games, you're not the same. Even guys who kind of set out doing like the preseason because they were negotiating contracts, stuff like that, it took them a little while, a while to kind to kind of get going. Like Nick Bosa is doing all right, but he's not the he's not the same Nick Bosa as last year. So when you miss time, there there are consequences. But again, there are situations where I do believe in sitting out. In the NFL terms, when you're negotiating a contract and the team doesn't want to pay you what, you, what you've what you earned based upon the market, your only leverage as a pro player is to sit out. If there was another option, then players would do it. But there's no other option other than, other than sitting out. Chris Jones did not want to sit out. That guy's a competitor. He wants to play. But his agent, his team is like, listen, if you want to get paid, this is what you got. Jonathan Taylor did not want to sit out. But again, that's their leverage. College? I don't think you you should sit out because you're gonna if you Kayla Williams or Drake May you you you're gonna be the first two quarterbacks to, to get drafted point blank period point blank like you're solidified right now in my opinion go finish what you started be a competitor if you want to sit out the bowl game that's that's kind of what, what the new culture is now do your thing but don't don't start missing the the rest of the regular season like because I, I mean.
1: Why? I, I don't agree with the Taylor and the thing. I think they did want to sit out because that's why they set out, in my opinion. I think he had leverage to do it. I think this was the timing for him to do it, and that's why he did it. If he didn't want to sit out, in my opinion, like the, what you're talking about, he would have played. You and I would have played. I know that we could have still played. Back in the day, see, we used to play while we were requesting trades. Like, we used to play. I don't know if you remember that. You're probably too young, but my catch was like, we went out, and there was rumors out there that someone went out or whatever. But guess what? They still played until that period occurred.
0: Didn't Emmitt Smith sit out the first like three, four weeks and the Cowboys lost? And then they said, fuck it, we need you. And they paid him. He came back. Isn't that your air? I'm, I'm I, I could be tripping. I'm gonna yeah, make yeah, sure. yeah. I don't know. My, my name, brain sometimes. To say, I, could, I could be tripping. I don't
1: know. Name me five more, though.
0: That's the biggest one. Oh, but that's the only one. I guarantee (laughs) the only one. What year in the season? We didn't we didn't prep for that, but I guarantee if if you want to make that a topic, and I I gotta go. What year? I gotta go search. I can go. I can go find another name. Year in his career was that? Um, I don't know. Here is the thing about it.
1: Like we we can bring up all this shit. You are always gonna defend the young ones. I am gonna defend the old ones. Here is the difference though. Like this portal thing. The, the way that the NFL players thinks, in my opinion, I'm saying it's because of what we're allowing in the college level and high school levels to change it. You have to change it. Like you just said, to play and get better, you got to play and get better to change it. You got to change it. So the portal's always been the issue for me. NIL, I could care less about. I want the kids to get paid. They should get paid. I wish they would structure it a different way, but the NIL and the kids should get paid absolutely. The transfer portal is the reason why we see what we see. Where I go, say it's soft, and you and I argue about why it's why you sit out, and da 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 da. da. It's all because of the portal. Eliminate the portal. Do a one-time transfer, and make kids. Earn the bag they're getting to go to Alabama, Oregon, SC, Oklahoma, Clemson, Georgia. Make them earn that money. Maybe you don't start as a freshman, but guess what? You got paid. It's a job now. It's professional football. Now you have to get better. Train. Watch film. Go to the weight room. You're 17 years old. Your body got to get better and bigger and stronger. You got a three-year starter ahead of you now. Guess what? That guy goes to the NFL now and does it. It's training his brain. I got to work to start. I got to get better. I got to do the things it takes to take someone else's job. To change it, you got to change it. That's We don't need to go into a whole debate about it, but I wanted to stay on the college tips on this Tuesday since we got Steve Kim on and Matt. And let's get some college football stuff talking. That's why we got Dre May on the top, but... Got to change it to change it, dog, in my opinion, because if not, I mean, our, our most fundamental age group of player, Big Smitty, the most influential, meaning I can influence this age group more than any other, arguably elementary kids, but high school athletics, high school football, high school players should be able to be influenced by what's going to happen in college. And college should be like a dream of a high school af- football player or athlete to go to an Alabama or an a- or a USC or whatever. We've enabled it so bad that these cats are now telling people where you and I were in, fuck, hell, Ball State, hell, yeah. Accurate, hell, yeah. Uh, fucking USC, damn, that's like unbelievable. A&M. Nowadays, motherfuckers are like, "Ah, I'm only going to go to Oregon, Alabama, or SC. Uh, Everyone else, you can stop recruiting me. (laughs) Like, can you imagine the fucking audacity? That is what we've created, Big Smitty. And if you don't think that's something, I, I mean, you don't have to think anything. I guess the point is, like, to me, there's a fundamental issue right there. Because if that's what we've turned this into, then like, holy shit, we're in trouble, dog. We are in trouble. I'm just gonna keep it real. Like, Dude,
0: that, so that, that's only like the the four and five star guys who can even say that. First of all, me, I was a two to three star guy, so I didn't even. Even if I wanted to say that, I couldn't say that. And top four list and my top three team. They all they've always done that though. Hold on,
1: not to cut you off though. That's not true though. No more. And I'm dealing with this every day with coaching buddies calling me talking about their kids. Here's what I'm going to tell you about it. The two and three star kids now without having to take the ACT and the SET test now can actually sit out because they're basically a qualifier. They think JUCO is beneath them. So what they do is they sit out a complete football year. They don't play in any college. No JUCO, no nothing. They sit out. And then they'll get into what, in essence, the portal. And they're going to wait on who comes out of the portal, who gets plucked out of the portal, or who doesn't get plucked out of the portal, and then get re-recruited. So a D1 school that don't sign, let's say, don't sign Big Smitty. You're a three-star. They don't sign you. USC, you didn't get a scholarship, basically. Right, right. Instead of you going JUCO, you set out. You watch the portal, you monitor the portal, and now a four-year can come back in the mix and sign you after you set out a year, and these kids have had it happen, and now that is the new trend that no one wants to talk about. They There's won't go right. JUCO. They won't go JUCO. They'll sit out a year and see who gets hurt, who doesn't get taken out the portal, blah, 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 blah. This is the shit that's why I come on this show and rant and bitch and moan over the last three years. This is the shit that is compiling and getting worse and worse and worse. And that's why... Wow.
3: Yeah. Dude in Los Angeles. That's me. Hold on. Man, this is a fucking badass. Don't tell us. You don't know who yeah. I am. All right, Smitty, mind you know I, who it is. Mind if I do it, Jay?
0: That's the dude. That that, that that's uh. Fuck.
3: Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? That's my guy, the weed smokers. What's his man, name, JB? A fucking dude, man, Jeff Lebowski. You know the other yeah. Jeff B. Lebowski. Yeah. The the big Lebowski. Does this place look like I'm fucking married? The toilet seat's up, man. <laughs> he looked just like he, too. That's like how man, I can remember his name. Right. Hell no, nah, man. This is fucking Clean Cardi.
0: Woo! We, pull a, we pull a picture up, uh, uh, Bailey at some point. I know, like I, when you get a chance, and we want to do a side by side or just pull him up so we can look at how close he is to him. It's a little... hey, I don't want to
1: rewind. Happy Halloween. Um, you guys don't do Halloween. What do you I don't want to rewind and go backwards. What, what Smitty and I are talking about, I'd rather go forward. That's why I took the rearview mirrors out because I don't. Go, I'm not going that way. Whoo, <laughs> drop bar? Um. So <laughs> here, here it is. I want to. I want to get into since it's College Tuesday. Steve Kim's on after you, and, and we had Dr. Jesse Morse to start off with. Um, he's come up with the conclusion that he's really, really leaning towards this conclusion more than anything else. Um, that what we're putting in our food, which Europe won't allow, which China and Japan won't allow, which what the Big Lebowski won't allow, uh, is all that. So we're putting in our food that's basically killing ourselves. He thinks that we're not healing anywhere close to what we used to do. And and we're just basically, if you go to Europe, of course, the food's totally different. Um, I've been there, obviously. The food is totally different because they don't have the additives, you don't get fooled, the GMOs, and all that shit. He's starting to believe that's taking over on the injury side of things because there's just no way that we've seen what we're seeing. Like, just randomly, just drop back, Kirk Cousins blows out his Achilles. It, it just, we, we've had 14, Big Matt, 14 he brought to the table today, season-ending injuries, and we're at halfway point. We had 28 last year total. So we're at 50-50. I guess we're on pace. But it's it's really unfortunate. And I, he's starting to lean towards the food. In college football, um, Smitty and I were just discussing this. Keep it college. The thumbnail has Drake May on there. And it talks about, is he smart or dumb? There's been rumors that he'll sit out the rest of the season. It could be clickbait or not. Is he smart the,
3: or dumb? <laughs>
1: yeah. The re- or uh, soft softer dumb, sorry. Uh, I mean, softer smart. The reason we put him on there... Um, the reason we put them on the thumbnail is because rumors come out and in college football, you know, I, you know, I, I'm the one bitching and moaning how soft it is. Um, I guess, Smitty and I were arguing, like, dog, this is three years ago in the making that I've been bitching and moaning on this show about. Like, I think this is where it's coming to. Um, I've been saying sit out a bowl game, and y'all now want to call it a meaningless bowl game. Sugar Bowl's meaningless to these kids, so the fucking slap in the face to this sport, but anyway. It's just a matter of time, Big big Matt, that uh, they sit out a playoff game as well. And then these four playoff games are basically going to be meaningless too because we've allowed them to have the market. Go ahead, players. You guys have the keys to the cars. Go ahead and run with it. And I think it's going to bite us in the ass. What do
3: you think? Um, okay, so uh, first of all, happy Halloween, trick-or-treat, treat, bitches. Um, I'm a golfer, by the way. <laughs> That's who you are today? What did you Morgan. dress up next, Smitty?
0: So, this is, this is just regular Smitty, uh, but there was a weird motherfucker here earlier today. He might pop back up before you leave the show. Um,
3: yeah, Matt, you missed it.
0: You, but you're
3: see him. Jerks, you guys can't dress up. What's wrong with you?
0: Hey,
1: Big Smitty, I came in on the show, and this motherfucker, there was a white man in his room.
3: And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck happened? Is rent new or what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right so back to the question um holy shit oh, there we go there we go uh, there, finally finally somebody's on halloween with me finally thank you um i'm a golfer you're, yeah you're a golfer uh tiger tiger woods y'all uh look weiger woods you're wider woods <laughs> <laughs> also good all right so uh, look i can't i don't want guys to just sit out games i want to watch good football but i put myself in there there he is that's my guy right there yep yep you're gonna make me cry i look just like him ah yeah mind if i do a jay um i don't want guys to sit out football games bro i I want everybody to play but if you're looking at potentially, like, think about, does everybody remember uh, the, the Jake Butt and Jalen Smith, the tight end from Michigan and the linebacker from Notre Dame? They played in the Fiesta Bowl, both of them, and it cost both of them millions upon millions of dollars. I mean, Jake Butt especially, never played again, really. He got to the league, but he never really played. He kept getting hurt. Jalen bounced around, played a couple of good years for Dallas, but ended up hurting the same knee and, and being out of the league, too. But before just, you continue, when was that ever
1: a thought as grow, growing it, up? It, it really game wasn't.
3: Game. I don't remember it ever being. Ever, we, even played, we
1: played. If it got hurt, we got hurt. We played. Like,
3: Guys, the football games were scheduled and we got to go play football. And that's why we're here. So I do not think they should sit out games. I don't want them to. But I also totally understand. You okay, Schmitty? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's a weird, some weird, I'm sorry. That's weird. a weird yeah. shit going on. Continue. Yeah. I totally understand the business side of this, I, how can you not how it's the, the national football league and now college football is straight business, homie period. The transfer portal is an opportunity to cut people or advance. You know, the, every coach is trying to advance. If every professional player is trying to get to a second contract or a third, every single coach in the NFL is trying to be a head coach and get that bag. So. I think that's what fuels this game, like the uh, the ability to advance. And if we, if we keep trying to stranglehold that, regardless of how we feel about the current situation or whatever we're talking about, if we kind of try and stranglehold the kids or tell them they can't do this or can't do that or the coaches can't move or there's regulations on when you can do stuff and when you can make money, that seems very communist to me. So I don't like it. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I want everybody to play. I want to watch New Year's Day bowl games and watch all the best players in the country fucking battle. Of course, who doesn't? But but being in the position I'm in with 6 Academy and all these guys I work with, I'm just going to use a couple off the top of my head. Okay, if I, if we're at the end of the season this year. Drake Nugent is the starting center for Michigan. They're making the playoff unless something fucking crazy happens. I mean, they got Purdue this weekend. They're going to hammer them. Um, you know, they've got Penn State, Ohio State back to back. They'll, they should win both of those games, especially if they're, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, I would tell him that there's absolutely no way in hell you sit out a playoff game. You got a chance to get fucking jewelry and put, you know, a, a banner in the rafters in Ann Arbor for the first time since 1997. You can't walk away from that now. Cole Taylor, the badass monster tight end at West Virginia. If West Virginia finishes well and they'll make a bowl game, but that bowl game is the Texas bowl or some shit. I'm probably going to tell Cole, man, I, I, you know, this is your decision. Obviously I want you to go finish with your team, but you're going to be one of the first tight ends off the board. You're six, seven, two 60. You might want to come home and start training, you know, like it, it's, just the way it is, it, you know. Trey Zoom, the left tackle at AM, he's only a sophomore. He started three years in a row at left tackle because of a COVID year. He's got two years of eligibility left. Does he want to stay at AM and maybe rebuild a new coach? Or how much of a commodity could he be in the transfer portal? Or what's his grade? Is it time to leave? You've been starting at left tackle on the SEC West for three fucking years. So this is all. On the player and the situation, and you know, I've never—I'll say this: Have have you ever seen a lineman sit out? No. Have you ever seen an offensive or defensive lineman like say, you know what, I'm not playing this week? The only time you guys remember Jadavian Clowney's last year was weird. Like he didn't sit out, but but he's—he wasn't really playing. You guys remember that a little bit? That's the the only example I can think of. Like I thought that was spring. Didn't he get drafted after he murked that kid from Michigan? So like that was a lot. It, I, I, my memory's a little. I just remember it was a weird. Like he. he I think he had
0: going,
1: to play
3: another year because he, he was on, my
0: like, little effort. I think he went so, win another so year, worked. but it was oh, barely. He made he play
3: real. Another year,
0: yeah,
5: yeah.
0: Because that was his he, sophomore year when he made that hit. I think. Yeah,
3: and then he had to go back to school, and then the question. But he was, didn't want to, so he kind of was bullshitting. Yeah. So he turned it yeah. on Spurrier and like, but he still showed up and played. He was still yeah. there. He didn't yeah. just fucking sit out the whole year. Right. So I look personally, personally being a guy who changed positions in the national football league in like five minutes, they walked in and said, Hey Matt, you're the last guy cut today. And I was like, that's great fucking news. And they were like, "Uh, do you want to play defense or a job? And I was like, I guess I'll take a job. And they're like, you're a guard. And I was like, sweet. And that was the end of the conversation. I think that you need to play football every day and like practice and really strain in order to get better. I don't think that this is a game where you can, uh, kind of sit back and rest on what you've done and then expect to do it again. I think the first, when you start as a player, when you start getting comfortable, and this is life, when you start getting comfortable, that shit happens. So, great, like, you better fucking stay on your P's and Q's, dog. You better get up. You better go to work because, you know, the the ability to let shit slip, you can do everything right for 10 years. You do, you do one thing yeah. and that 10 yeah. years, I mean, shit, and that one thing means everything. So... Don't slip, son.
1: That's by the way, know. breaking news is not breaking yet officially, but I broke it on this show. I want full fucking, fucking credit yes, for breaking true. it on this show. I'm gonna. I'm telling you right now. I'm going. I'm gonna fucking tag every fucking ESPN, Dan Orlovsky, Pat Max, everyone, because I've been blown up on my phone over the last two weeks by major, major news outlets asking me how I knew. This scenario that's about to happen. Urban Meyer is going to fucking Michigan State like I fucking said he was. And nobody wants to give me fucking credit. And nobody wants to pay homage to me because nobody, I don't know shit. But I told you, motherfuckers, he's going there. And I want full fucking credit. And motherfuckers need to start fucking paying homage to this show. Because I know for a fact Cameron and Mace and other motherfuckers still shit off this show.
0: When did I say it was going there, Big Smitty? I'm not gonna lie, JB. This is actually this is some different this is some different level type of breaking news shit. Because like you said this a a while ago, and when you first said it, I'm like, oh, that would be a crazy like a like a a fun idea. Like, oh my god, him and Michigan State against Hardball Michigan, and I didn't know how serious it was, Matt. But like JB clearly said this first, like not even trying to be on some bullshit. Yeah, that's what
3: you do. Okay. Hey, and and that's why that's why people watch. Right, look, if Urban Meyer goes to Michigan State and James Franklin ends up staying in Penn State, which I don't, I don't think he'll leave, I, I don't, but Penn State might get a little Nebraska over Frank Solich, where they're like, "You went ten and two, you're fired," and it's like, "What?" <laughs> so, if, if he goes there and he can resurrect that program a little bit, which I don't really think it's that far off. You know, I've got a couple players there. Braden Miller's a big offensive lineman from Eagle Crest that's at Michigan State. He loves it. Obviously, they're struggling this year, but that's not really football related. <clears throat> the, you know, I don't know if he'll keep the staff, but he's got Kevin Vickerson and Chris Kapelvick as O and D line coaches, who are great coaches, capitalists here at Boulder with Mel. Look, if Urban Meyer's shady ass goes to Michigan State. It's just a matter of time before he gets kicked out of Michigan State, but the seven or eight years he's there, that's just gonna be fun. Sparty Sparty's gonna be winning. I mean, he doesn't go to college and lose. I mean, you know that if you go play for Urban Meyer, you're probably gonna win a lot of football games. So, Same
5: yeah, push. man, that
3: just makes the Big Ten even more competitive. But I'll say this about the Big Ten: how fucking terrible is that conference this year? I mean, the Big the Big Ten West is like is like the Mountain West, bro. It's like got the yeah. It, out of the six or seven teams in the division, I think five of the seven are the worst scoring offenses in the country in the top ten. Like Iowa, They're, they're top-heavy,
0: of course. Ohio State, Michigan, you know, I mean, Penn State, Iowa. And then after that, Iowa it's kind of like.
3: Score. Iowa, yeah. Did you see the way Iowa lost to Minnesota on that fucking fair catch? He didn't even fair catch. He just went like this. Yeah. And, uh, refs that make bad calls to be sh- should be sent to the fucking gulag. Yeah. Hey, Steve
1: Kim's gonna join us. He has to get off early today. So he's gonna Dude. jump, he's gonna jump in with us. Uh It's a well. hey,
3: perfect timing though,
0: because I because I Steve made some comments on, on about this next topic as well online, and we didn't have a chance to ask Matt about this yesterday. But your buffs got their shit stolen uh at, at UCLA. It's been a lot of, you know, everyone's coming out, making their own opinions about it. Uh, I do we have a clip of Travis Hunter making his comments on the situation. On- Over- so let's play that real quick. That I stole it. During the game? During the game. They stole the chain? Insane, bro.
3: They stole yours?
0: We're in a game. That's why I'm wearing jewelry, bro. I try to say that. I can't wear jewelry. I'm not flashy. need you think I got anything that you would like. But I still messed up to the team, bro. To my teammates. Because, like, hard work money on that stuff. One of the uh, camera guys had their money stolen. So that's kind of messed up, bro. They work for this stuff. And it to get stolen at a football game, as we... Thinking our stuff is safe. I'm not bringing no bags no more to away games. Like you won't see me with no bags in the away game. I probably have a book bag and that's it. Like all electric
3: right, stuff. No sir.
0: I'm also getting my stuff stolen because I would have still been in Cali right now trying to get my stuff
5: back.
3: Man, look, that that's fucked up. Like, look, for me, it's hard to get into the locker room at CU. I got to show a credential ten times before I can get in, and it's me right so what are they doing at ucla it's just just a free-for-all you can just walk into the rose Bowl and be like hey i'm here i'm gonna go in the locker room and steal everyone's shit it's an inside job guaranteed somebody in security let one of his homeboys in and they ransacked the locker room but this is the other thing there's usually always at least one or two people that stay in the locker room right? always always bro you never just have like there's a, there's people uh, walking in that- and out. there's
1: I'm glad you said it. I'm glad. I'm glad you keep it real and said it because if it's not an inside job, then it didn't happen. I'm just if telling you. If it's not
3: an inside job, it didn't happen. That's ex- yep. it, but I'm also not gonna say it didn't happen because there's those frown faces you just saw were like, man. Debo took my shit. That's my mama's chain. Like, for real. Like, fuck, and just roll off on his bike and shit. Ugh, like, that's for real. Those guys were
1: crying. <laughs> yeah, I think it was set up,
3: to be personally honest.
1: I think they bring this shit, and I want to get Steve's take. I think they bring this shit so when they do win a game, they can floss it on their fucking film crew because they film everything. Yeah, but so they, they're,
3: they're film it, up a fucking, like, grand larceny. Here we <laughs> go. Here's my, here's my big-ass chain dog. Let's film that shit. Yeah, Put it on we the YouTube. Just, yeah, we can just film it when we have it. We don't need to hypothetically steal the shit and then be like, oh, look, we got it back. We're not going to film. No, no, it no, no. no. My bad, my bad. My point is don't fucking bring
5: the
1: shit.
3: Oh, yeah. well, they, they, bring the it, they bring it so they can film it. Do you agree, I Steve? Got, I got, like, some <laughs> string and a piece of plastic. They can have that. But other than, I mean, this is worth, like, two exactly. bucks. Exactly. In Mexico, maybe. I'm not really sure. Kim, what are you for Halloween? Uh nothing. I don't do that shit. But you know, the yeah, thing I'm that
1: sure I'm thinking of in this whole
2: well, situation. Kidding. I'm proud
3: of you, but you don't what do you mean you don't do that shit? You don't like fun. He's
1: already, he's already a white American Asian.
2: <laughs> I I could just buy a big bag of candy at Rite Aid. i I'm good. Um, here's the thing about that situation. This is what the Colorado players I hopefully this is a lesson that they learn. And I'm being serious. I'm going to go there. Uh These Colorado players, when they become famous or more famous and with money, they will now learn after this crime in L.A. uh, I hope you guys get a lot of money. I I wish you well in your athletic endeavors. But this should teach you of all the causes you take up. I hopefully criminal justice reform never comes out of your mouth. Uh, Let's have real law and order. uh, And that's it. That's all I have to say. Because uh, this is what's happening in L.A. a lot. And the people that are committing these crimes, a lot of the time, should not be free men. Um, I feel terrible for the Colorado players to get stolen from. is absolutely one of the worst feelings you can have.
3: Yeah, 2,000 years of beautiful tradition from Moses to Sandy Koufax. You're damn right I'm living in the past. This, look, man, I, I'm not going to tell them not to drip and not to earn it. Like, if that's why you work hard so you can have nice shit. At the same yeah. time, though, like you gotta, you gotta know where you're going. You know what I'm saying? Like you can just walk in, LA. We've
1: been doing this for a long time, bro. <laughs>
3: hey, J. <laughs> JB, proud of it and shit. Yeah. LA, brother,
0: we, hey, we've been, we we've been robbing and killing
3: I mean, I don't know how many stories I heard from like my boy Sean Sykes, and he, he's from Compton, and he would be like Pasadena, uh, yeah. He'd be like. uh yeah, we wouldn't take anything. We wouldn't even leave shit in our cars. When we went and played at SC, when we went and played at the Rose Bowl, Barnett would be like, don't take anything. Leave everything in the hotel. Leave it in the bus. Blah, 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 blah. Like, you're, like everybody, you're not in fucking Boulder anymore. Yeah. I ain't
0: know Pasadena was the hood. I, I wasn't aware of that. Okay, oh, you well, could, well, you well, could well,
3: just Pasadena, get on the floor. There's a lot of hoods. What, what's, the, what's the interstate in L.A. that's always clogged? table yeah, five, the you know, a lot of but you know, you'll be there. So the, you know, gangsters got cars too. I know the uh, Rose Bowl is an older building, but
2: isn't everything now surveilled? Yes,
3: you can't. I don't think you can put cameras in the locker room, can no, you? No, not in the
2: locker room, but the doorway
3: right into it. So you kind of know who's going. To- this is my thing. Not one, not one, not one camera in the entire Rose Bowl. Not one person in the entire Rose Bowl community with a hundred thousand motherfuckers there. No one got the dude walking in with a fucking duffel. You know how long it would have taken to steal everyone's jewelry? That's what I'm saying, man. Like, did they go through everyone's bags? Why didn't yeah. they steal it? I would have, like, personally, the the gangster inside of Matt would have stolen everything. I would have stolen the computers. I would have stolen the shoes. I would have stolen the watches, the chains. Fuck, man, I would have tried to steal Prime's bus. He came in on. I'm like, that's the what beats the fuck's talking the, about. The, the, sunglasses the sunglasses everybody wearing. Everything, dog. I'm stealing everybody's phones. I'm stealing everybody's everything. So to say, hey, let's, let's transition do.
5: since we got yeah. Steve on.
3: Let's transition real quick Uh,
1: because I think I did break this news weeks ago that Urban Meyer was going to Michigan State. It's now breaking, and uh, I want all the fucking credit. ESPN, Fox, Whitlock. Everybody, I said it first. Um, Matt, Steve, let me get your take. What do you think if he does do this and signs a plus one hundred million dollar deal? Uh, you like it or not? Yeah, I
2: mean, you, if Michigan State makes this happen, they have once again become a serious football program. They they're going to win. Um, Urban Meyer, no matter what anyone thinks of him, is a Mount Rushmore type of coach. I mean, the guys that I think what three undefeated seasons at three different programs. Uh, or something like that, or something very close to it, or he's won national titles in two programs and had an undefeated season at Utah. And with what's going on at Michigan, that just quickly shifts the power of balance uh, in that state and in that conference.
3: Yeah, this is a massive, massive, massive hire for Michigan State to just convince him to come back. But then I'm looking at this like, man, I, I really need to go into college coaching. They, they are just throwing money around like crazy. And you can do anything you want and still get a job. Why? How the fuck can't you get a job, Coach, if this scumbag can keep getting jobs?
5: I, I, mean, you're, not, you're not,
3: you're, you're, I mean, you're a dick, but you're far from an asshole. This guy's a total asshole. <laughs> I, just I, don't
5: know,
0: I, don't
3: know, I don't know if that was a compliment or you're no, a dick, so but you're from an asshole. Well, you ain't that far. It's you know. It. digging the balls. And I don't know, man. It's close. Well, dicks have vision, one eye. Assholes are just, it's just an asshole. This is my rationale, okay? Doesn't Steve,
0: he's me. like, what are we talking about?
2: Yeah, well, I
3: mean, fuck you guys.
2: I would hope that if uh, he gets this job, he doesn't bring in con artists like Brenda Tracy. I, look, as bad as I feel for old, uh Mel, Mel tried this virtue signaling thing where he tried to be, uh, let's say it woke, and try to be up with the times.
5: Yeah.
2: I mean, seriously, the, the, this is where I give Dion Sanders a lot of credit, Matt. I, I'm sure you saw this thing. His whole version of doing that, I saw a video where he brought in every female that worked in the office in the football facility. He marched in. All the women introduced him in front of his team. He said, fellas. Don't you talk to them. them. You <laughs> don't talk to them. Don't harass them. Don't do nothing. You do it. You're out. Good. That's our talk. Dion, you are prime time, brother. That's that's all you need to do and say, look, um you can do whatever you want, but if you do this, you're gone. It's it's really that simple. Well, look, like Bobby,
3: obviously, I mean. obviously Bobby Paterno was on on the on the quick call. They were like, hey Bobby, what should I do? And he's like, Don't go on a moped. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, you mean Petrino? <laughs> oh, Olive
2: Garden Petrino, yeah. <laughs> oh, <Olive>
1: Garden Petrino. <laughs> uh, I, hey, Steve, so transition the thumbnail says drake may on there it has him uh you know is he smart or is he soft if he does sit out half the season there was rumors probably clickbait and lies and and it is what it is but there's also been rumors about caleb williams sitting out other big name college players sit out bowl games uh for the last you know five years now um what's your take on this thing do you think we've created this issue a lot because we've allowed it for so long or do you think it's going to possibly get worse and people are going to start sitting out playoff games
6: well the
2: genie's out of the bottle and i think it's longer than five years it actually really began with cam um mccaffrey at stanford and i get it you know i don't actually mind the players sitting out bowl games the last one if it's the 13th game long season you're at a bowl game that's not a playoff game but when there is talk, and there, and you're right, it's going to happen one day. If a team is disappointing at six and two, and they're not going to play for a conference or a national title, guys will start sitting out. But look, I get it. But here's the thing: if I'm an NFL team and I am now evaluating a player, I I would seriously question that young man's ability to fight through adversity. Because the, the the reality is in the National Football League, you're going to be involved on a team one way or the other, that's not going to have a great year. So now you're 3-10 and going into December. How many guys are going to say, well, we're not making the playoffs, and I got a big contract, It's you know, three agent years. I I think I'm going to sit out the last five games.
3: You you can't sit out games in the NFL. They find the shit out of you. You can do whatever you want in college because there's no rules. If you want the players to respect every minute of every game, pay them correctly. You can't ask me to bust my ass for an exhibition game so you guys can bet on it and, like, fucking, oh, yeah, i seen the fight song and shit. Yeah, but I'm what about here. a guy
2: like Caleb who is paid, though?
3: Well, okay, but he's not paid by the university. He's paid by endorsers. So, right,
2: then, then here's the thing, though. He is getting compensated by his efforts by somebody.
3: Oh, that's for damn sure. No, All Right, thing. so in
2: my view, if I'm the NIL, I'm the Steve Kim Collective, I'd put it in fine print. You got to play every game, then.
3: Well, then that should be put in the contract. And then right. he... I'm to sure that, well, that's my point,
2: And I'm with that. I yeah. mean, we're getting to a point now. People are feeling sorry for Devontae Adams. And I'm like, Devontae, you're a pro. Put out your contract. You chose the Raiders. But now people are saying, he should be traded. Why? He chose the
3: team. Can I ask you a question, Kim? Bro, I know that you're immersed in the fight game. I love what you do with that. The fi- fighters notoriously throughout the, the history of fighting have been taken advantage of by... You know, do themselves King, right and not themselves anybody,
2: but by themselves though.
3: Okay, but at the same time, a young Mike Tyson and a sixty-year-old Mike Tyson don't even seem like the same guy to me because of life experience. I feel like now he can tell younger fighters what not to do. There's more, there's less, less pitfalls. Okay, all I'm saying now is in the information age which we live, and this goes to all three of you. In the information age which we live, how can the NCAA and college football act like the kids don't need agents? They can't hire them. They you know, there's no there's nobody to call and deflect off of and ask questions. Like I consider myself a football consigliere for a lot of my guys, all of them. But I Matt, they do you have agents and everything else? Well, I have that. And I have that, and they have me. But all these other kids don't. Like, how but many Matt, people are just making decisions on limbs without representation? Don't you think, with all this money flying around, they should? Everybody needs out of high school.
2: Matt, in terms of the NIL, they are allowed representation. And I'll Wait, tell you that... How do we fix that? Tyler Van Dyke is represented by Drew Rosenhaus, who's a famous agent, uh, in terms of his NIL. They are actually represented. Okay, I've actually, I actually sorry. saw Drew Rosenhaus with a credential after being banned by the University of Miami for 20 years when I went you're to so a practice.
3: What And telling Drew me Rosenhaus
2: you. is actually Tyler Van Dyke's guy. No shit. So some guys do have representation now. Matt, I couldn't agree with you more in terms of collective bargaining that you have to be able to have a unionized front where Caleb Williams has to have at least something that's baseline with the 85th player on scholarship or maybe um, a walk-on that still goes to practice and puts his body on the line. But till all the players come together, and this is what boxing, when fighters say, we need a seat at the table, here's the problem. The pay-per-view star never cares about the four-round grinder that makes $50 a round. That's that's that, and, and you bring about a very important point, Matt, that if the players want true representation and a collective bargaining agreement, they need to have a collectivized front together where the star player of the team says, you know what, that long snapper that just made scholarship two weeks ago, that's my brother and he needs something too. But until that happens, what we're going to get is continued anarchy.
3: Now, How many times have you guys heard me say on this show, I know, Coach, you've heard it a million times, strike. How many times have you heard me say on this show, college football players, strike. You know how much money they would lose if Saturday everybody just went out and locked arms and sat down and said, oh, we're not playing. There is no game without us. You Guys, all the college football players, your degree is important. No one's saying it's not. No one's saying you shouldn't get it. It's important. It's also It's also college is a massive fucking scam. You do not need to go to college to be successful. You need to have work ethic. I would rather my children go to trade school and learn how to like become a master electrician or a contractor or something and own their own business. A fucking welder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like men who men and women who build the world. Then go to college and get a fucking communication degree and learn how to roll joints and do keg stands and shit and walk out six years later like, oh, my shoulder and knee are all fucked up because I played football and I went to school and I kind of went to school. I was just here to play football and now I don't know what to do. I, it's just, there's so much more direction that, sh- that should be here and it's not. And then we we have this goddamn illusion that we're actually setting these kids up for success. And all the coaches are like, oh, we're building men. And I'm like, well, f- what the fuck, if you're in online school all day and you're not really going to class, you better be a bad motherfucker because the NFL means not for long.
5: Man, uh, I, I know you guys
1: for about five minutes. I gotta get into some college stuff that yeah. especially in the in the conference where Steve covers a lot of with Miami hurricanes, but this is something Zach Smith sent to me and I saw it blow up yesterday. <laughs> what what what's going on here, Steve? Can you break it down before it starts? Well, Dabo was on
2: a call-in show, and someone asked him, how do you justify this year's record with your salary? And Dabo went at the kid or young man for five minutes. Look, I kind of get what Dabo was saying, but I once you start going and punching down, I don't think it's ever a great idea for a coach to get into a mudslinging contest with the fan base to this degree, the way he did it. But he's frustrated. I get it. Oh,
1: The context, Steve, the context is what? You make 11 mil, you're four and four. Is that kind of what it was? Right. And
2: Dabo kind of went into the old woe is me, but he also made some good points. Look, Dabo needs to evolve. He needs to start understanding this is the NIL era. The transfer portal can be your friend. And this is not 1970. That's been the biggest complaint about Sweeney. That's for as successful as he has been, the last three years, there's been a, a, an erosion in that program because he is not evolving his program to suit today's rules. So that's the issue I think a lot of people have within the Clemson fan base.
3: Khakis. If, you, if you're if oh, – look, I don't care if you wear khakis once, but if your main dress code is khakis, shit's bad. Something bad's going to happen. All right, and transition – going to finish the right way. He needs to get rid of those khakis talk
1: transitioning to another khaki wearing guy in Michigan. It's getting worse and worse. And worse. Khakis, uh, uh, Fuck. Uh, Steve, it's getting worse. Uh, they're, they're now seeing this kid, you know, they got the kid, they got the kid in central Michigan gear with a credential on the sideline with a former Michigan coach, uh, that's running that show there that allowed him in there, obviously. Um, Now they're thinking Jim's paying other coaches on other programs that aren't in their league to allow his guys on the sideline to steal signs from future opponents like Michigan State and Central Michigan. What do you take with all this crazy shit?
2: Well, maybe that guy just really loves football. Maybe he just wants to experience other conferences besides the Big Ten. Maybe he's just trying to learn more from other staff. Maybe he's just on a quest for knowledge. Ever think of it that way, guys? Yeah, why coach. do we have to be so cynical about this? Maybe
3: he's just trying to expand his knowledge base.
2: Thank you, Matt. Yeah, gonna, saying,
3: he wants to hey, be that's
2: how I look individual. at
0: it. Shit. Maybe he wants to pass the knowledge down to, to the young folks and continue hey, to like. Hey to Matt, you move. and I have been coaching Man. for
1: a long time. Steve, you understand fucking professional development, right? I mean, you right.
3: play Mac, right? Maybe he's just trying to scout that fucking badass Mac Wednesday night game that's about to start. Come Maybe, on
2: maybe he just wants to mentor other people. And spread his wings.
5: i, I are
1: a motherfucker tonight. He might be there tonight against Ball State, fucking Illinois State, or whoever's playing.
2: Every I football agree. game now, the last three years, instead of where's Waldo, it's where's
1: that guy? I get just like get a little red circle, you know, sideline, you know.
3: And he's All right, Fury. going we
1: don't bring this up uh, with you while you're on, before you get out of here, and we might as well do it with Matt. Um, this was a this was a fight. Uh, I know you've been adamant about saying you better not tell you better not tell me ever again that Tyson Fury belongs in the great conversation of heavyweight fighter. Um, he got knocked down by a guy that doesn't talk. Um, you know. It is what it is. He got hit. I think in the heavyweight, my question to you, Matt uh, Steve, is this: as a boxing guy in the heavyweight world, is it easier to be caught by, let's say, a novice guy because of the size, strength, and vigor of the punch, or no?
2: I would say the skill level isn't quite as high as, let's say, middleweight, welterweight, or lightweight. Um, and
1: was not bad though. Does the punch allow it to cover that up?
2: I mean, I'm not sure about that. I mean, look, I will eat some crow, and Ghana was much better than I thought, okay? I thought this was going to be an absolute blowout. It wasn't, though. I thought it was stunning to see Tyson Fury actually very fidgety and nervous in there. But I am sick and tired of the Fury jock sniffers and his groupies and his cultists say, well, you know, um, he didn't train hard. He wasn't focused. Look, Matt, you can appreciate this. I, I can't do anything but judge you by your performance. The the eye in the sky does not lie. You know, one time I, I was saying this to Mario yesterday on the show because Mario was trying to cape up for Fury, and I'm like having none of it. I said, Mario, one time I got a D plus on a test. I didn't go. I didn't get it to go up to the teacher and say, teacher, uh, I didn't study. I didn't read, and I fell asleep in class. Well, in that case, you get a B plus. No, 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 no. The <laughs> performance you bring in that day. That's what I judge you on. All these other variables that's you. And I've said this before. We need to stop giving excuses for people that only try hard or only professional some of the time. And I say this a lot. Discipline is not just a characteristic or a trait. It is a skill. Hmm. And either you sharpen that skill or it gets dull. There's no in between. So Tyson, you stuck it up. You don't belong anywhere in the pantheon of Ollie Lewis, Foreman, Lennox Lewis. None oh, of them. Close. Bottom I, line,
3: not not close. And look, I I guess I have to have respect for what Fury's done. He's he's got belts. I mean, he it takes work to get there. But I I'm not saying that he doesn't work hard. But if you look like 400 pounds of chewed bubble gum all the time, and you got bitch tits. <laughs> It, it's hard for me to think that he's a real disciplined fighter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how, In all
0: fairness, though, George, the great George Foreman I don't, George, and his later
3: back, his, his back, he not, not, his, not his first go around, his yeah, back go around, body did look. Was- Bro, you know? when George was selling fucking Foreman grills, he was and still boxing. Yeah, he looked like George, so George, George Foreman. In the- back. Not, not, not young George. Young Foreman George was, was like,
0: like me. I'm saying nothing. the other half. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, like well, we Well, Tyson Fury's still in his prime, and he still looks like this. So, like, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to, like, body shame the guy or anything. But at the same time, if he can't take me calling him a fat fuck, then that's probably bad. He's a boxer. So, uh, to say that he's even close, is he, he, can even sm- he can't even get into the fucking Mount Rushmore Park. He cannot even talk about getting on the Mount Rushmore. Like, we're not even letting him into the park. He can't even buy a ticket. It's not even close. I can't even believe it's a conversation. Anybody who thinks that probably thinks Jake Paul's a great fighter, too.
2: Matt, like it, there is a uh, growing, talking? I don't want to say concern, but in boxing circles, Matt and guys, there's actually a thought process with the way that fury puts on a lot of weight where he gets over 300 pounds and he has to shed the weight this is what his first performance of the year inside the ring in 2023 that a guy like Kim's going to age quicker than let's say a disciplined guy like a floyd mayweather or bernard hopkins maintenance oh, yeah. matters maintenance absolutely matters over time when you start reaching the mid-30s your metabolism changes your recovery time changes and he looked, I, the, the alarming thing was, I thought Ngannou had much better reflexes in there, guys.
3: Yeah, he looked like he trained, and Fury looked like he was eating fucking, you know, like pie in a trailer somewhere in right. a tipsy park, crapping on the side of the road with fucking Brad Pitt and Snatch. So That's, ve- that's
0: very detailed. I love it. Yeah, I, you, have you I seen
3: Snatch, Smitty?
0: Nope.
3: Well, bro, we got. I, I got to text you later and get you up. Hey,
0: Steve, any, any NFL trades before you
1: leave here? Any <laughs> NFL trades you would like to see? That is about to go down here, probably happening as we speak. Any NFL Uh, trades? We got a lot that happened yesterday. I think the Seahawks, who I predicted to win the West, just got a lot better getting Leonard Williams. Uh, I know Matt loves Leonard. I think this is a huge hit for them. They already got Frank Clark uh, in Seattle. Seattle looks like uh, with the reeling three-loss 49er team that this could be big. Jameis Winston possibly to Minnesota in the lieu of – Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Cousins, and then obviously, you know, everybody's talking about Devontae Adams. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Eat crow, stay there, go earn your money. Um, what any, that? anyone That's you think? Crazy. Any, any, uh, any, any, any discussion on? Do they move Derrick Henry? I'm hearing they're not, but he may. Uh, Would you like to see anything for your particular uh, viewing pleasure, Steve, today? No,
2: I'm just keeping an eye on the Eagles and Howie Roseman. That guy seems to be a wheeler and dealer and always trying to tweak that um, roster because they're still a little bit weak. Defensively, they're not quite as stout on the back end. I I know they're trying to uh, get a cornerback, maybe a linebacker or two. That, that's an organization that seems to be head of the curve. One thing to look out for the Eagles, I guess Jalen Carter injured his back. He's been an absolute monster. I want to see how that changes uh, what they do up front. But one last thing on Devontae Adams. I, I actually do feel bad for him because he can still play. I mean, he was two horrid throws from having 200 yards receiving. That's bad. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, the only thing he could overthrow right now is the Cuban government. I mean, it's bad how bad he <laughs> is. Okay? Um he, I mean, honestly, for as much as you rip Shanahan coach, that guy won with Garoppolo. Can you put some respect on I mean, he nearly won a soup.
3: Guys, Josh Matt McDaniel's Dan- is a great head coach. What are you talking about? Why can't he well miss?
2: no Matt, you're with me, but he's we
3: gotta get JP on board <laughs> Hey <laughs>
1: Matt's being facetious. He hates Josh McDaniel, and I love I Josh know, Daniel,
3: well, I'm gonna well, invite you to my, my fucking birthday party.
2: But Matt, do you agree with me though? And you am this from a player's perspective. When you are choosing an organization to go to, you don't ever put on a qualifier. Yeah, as long as he's the quarterback and that's my roommate. That's the, I mean, you you're the organization.
5: The well, you chose the, the Raiders. Is.
2: I mean, who in the right mind would say, you know what, let me go to that organization that has Mark Davis running it? I mean, come on.
3: I mean, that, look that I mean, is
2: on Devontae, is it not Matt?
3: like he made the choice. He had the no trade clause, he had the decision where he wanted to go, and they facilitated it. As a player, unless you're drafted there, if you pick to go there, you have to understand the logo has an eye patch on one eye and the other eye is closed. <laughs> it's not surprising that they can't see what the fuck is going on. It's a shit organization that's broke. And I mean their jerseys are cool, but other than that, it's all bad. Schmitty, is there's there's an alter ego going on at Schmidt's house right now. Yeah, I know. So look, I gotta here. Look, I think that if you're the Eagles or you're one of these top teams. I might be selling out to go get a Devontae Adams. I might be selling out to go get Derrick Henry. Like, if you're the Eagles and you can give up draft capital and go get, you know, they brought in Julio Jones. They obviously think they need receiver help still. And you can go get Devontae or you can go get Derrick Henry and, and start running the ball with him and Swift. Holy God, if I'm Baltimore and Devontae oh. Adams is if I'm Baltimore and Devonte Adams is available, and you know he is, if they called the Raiders and gave him enough, they just you might be able to call the Raiders and be like, we're gonna give you a twelve pack at fifty bucks, and they'd be like, "Take him." So, no. and, and Devonte or Derrick Henry, is in, but in the Ravens' backfield, I mean, I, you might as well just ship them the trophy. So, whew. I mean, I'm gonna be talking about this all day on Zero to Sixty, uh, Coach. When is your show over? In an hour, right? Uh, nine, yeah. All right, so we're gonna be going live at ten o'clock on Zero to Sixty when Coach JB gets off. Uh, on the Halloween edition. Kim, I got to have you on to talk about boxing and fighting. And anytime,
2: world. Matt. Anytime, anytime let's work that, that out on the years. DM. And before I get out of here, hey, Smitty, big news. I saw the Miami upcoming schedule. Yeah. Miami plays Ball State next year. What, you what and I, you I we're going.
3: What are you putting it's, on
2: it? I
0: don't – is it in Muncie or is it Miami?
3: It's in Miami. We're not
0: going to Muncie.
3: We're,
0: we're not not going to If we're coming to Muncie, i might be upset a little baby.
5: Miami did go to Toledo. Now that I think
2: feet? about it, but yeah, Ball State, Miami.
5: Hey. Right. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, chirp, 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 church, i see Thursday. Yeah, and Matt,
2: uh, I'll DM yes, you. Please. Let's get that thing going, brother. Peace.
3: All right, let it
0: go. Peace. Fight team, fight for Ball State. We must win this game. You, know, you can Fire. wear it. Now you Cardinals. You can, car knows. You can wear it. This your fight, fight, fight. Here's to both our colors, Cardinal and White. Praise for a victory. So fight, 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 fight. Ball State! <laughs> hey, you know what's cold? What? You know the
1: fight song. Dion's team does not know the Buffalo site fight song. It's <laughs> like play, let, play just,
0: my theme music.
1: Hey, you know what's funny? Urban Meyer took the Ohio State job. You know the first thing he did taught the team the fight song.
0: Every year in camp, we had we had like a actual like music person come in. It's always like a funny day in camp after a tour day. It's during our team, our team meeting. You know, you know, camp, you got a real long day. You have all those meetings and shit like that. So they come in. They, they make you stand up, and, like, they actually teach you, like, how to draw out Whoa. certain tones of, of during the song, and um, it's always a fun moment. And as freshmen, when you first get to Ball State, the freshmen, like, a week into the time of us being there in the summer, we got to – after we run our 110 test, we got to go stand, like, on the 50-yard line and sing the fight song to the rest of the, the vets on the team. You know what I'm saying? So. Hey, Big Smitty, we got a lot of show left. I got to take a piss
1: bad. I got to get my coffee. I uh, already juiced. I already did my t- uh, 100 push-ups this morning, 430 in the morning. But I got to get a take a piss because I'm drinking this water now, this juice, you know, on the Coach AB Club. You can get on CoachJBStore.com. Plus, you can get all this merch. You can get Smitty's merch, my merch, our merch, all that merch. Um, Kelly, I'll- you said you want a shirt. It's on the website. Kelly, get you a shirt right now, Kelly. Come on. Hey, we should have 800 likes. Break the algorithm, man. Break the algorithm. 800 likes. I got to piss like a Russian racehorse. We got a lot to discuss still. I got to show you something. I'm going to go on another take. I got another little rant. I got to show you some other shit. Can't wait to dive this in. NFL trade talks. NFL trade going through. Urban Meyer. More of that. On three is hitting me up as we speak to try to get me on their show. I'm like, I don't know. I, I need to get paid to go on people's money. You know what I'm, I'm too big nowadays, dog. I call shit out. I say what it is. I'm the one broke the news. <laughs> so anyway, I need I need a big bag from on three or whoever wants to have me on their show so I can blow this show up Um, so I can pay big Smitty so he don't got to wear Michael Myers and wait for the white people to come collect the rent. I'm trying to do all that for this show. And these cat, I got pat, cats in the backdrop. You know what I'm saying? I need to pay them. So we need a fund to get out the hood fund for everybody. So get that dropped on the Super Chat. Pound the like. Subscribe. Uh, I got to take a piss. We'll be back in five or
5: less. Yeah.
0: He shouldn't have got tested for that. I get it. it. It looks like he was high, but it's a bang, bang play. The guy turned the Like, there's no way.
1: Oh, That's a fucking football play. Homie. There's he no way
0: to even know he's going stuff. down like that. I don't know. That shit was crazy. He hit him
1: in the shoulder. So let me ask you something right here. Right there, Big Smitty. I want to be clear here. This guy's just turning around. He don't know if he's turning around to make a football play, run right. down the sideline, or what? But at that moment, right there is what I want to be fucking real clear about that's starting to really fucking irk me. At this particular time, right there, Smitty, am I supposed to slow my body down, move my head and my body placement, and where I'm going to hit a body that's actually moving in the gravitational force of the fucking world? I'm supposed to move my body wearing 20 pounds of gear. And I'm supposed to make a fucking bang, bang moment with my biomechanics. And I'm supposed to now hit him with the fuck in the stomach or what? Like, I'm trying to figure out how the impossible is judged as being possible by a bunch of fucking zebras that never played or that are businessmen, lawyers, and doctors. I'm just trying to figure out, like, the whole crown of the helmet debate and all that bullshit, just so we're clear on anyone that's ever played your eyes can be up and the crown of your helmet can still look as if it's down just so we're clear i Ah, want to make sure all you naysayers out there understand something my eyes can be up but a helmet is oval shaped so my eyes up and the helmet crown is right there i still see what i hit
0: yeah
1: and it's impossible for a guy to turn around. He's not defenseless, Mark. That's the difference. That motherfucker's not defenseless. So then, don't play football no more. Then, because if he's defenseless, meaning what? I'm gonna let him catch, turn up, and run up the sideline. That's defenseless. No, it's not defenseless, homie. This is football.
4: You're supposed to put fear. Um, God- there's nothing wrong with. There's nothing wrong with team's over there looking over trying to steal our signs. There's nothing wrong with us trying to look at their signs. That's why you should have mics in the helmets, right? Like, all these coaches that vote against it every year is because they don't want to teach their quarterback. You know, in the NFL, each quarterback goes out there with three play calls <laughs> because if I, see, if I see the free safety's foot like that, it might be one high. I'm going to check to this play. And if I, But you get to college and you're watching a game on a Tuesday night and, you know, they, they got the signal and they're just calling to play. So uh, that's what makes college football, to me, that's why they score a lot, maybe more points. But it's also why the kids are less prepared. So that's why they should, there should be, 100% should be. We could get rid of all the stupid signs on the sidelines, and we could get pictures of you know, rock stars and all that stuff, we could just play football the way it was meant to be. You go to a high school game, there's technology on the sideline. You go to an NFL game, there's technology on the sideline. You go to the college, there's nothing. When you you played Michigan, did you have any suspicions that there is more than the usual amount of knowledge on their side? I I am. You know, no one from the Big Ten or NCAA has asked me anything yet, so I'm not going to probably comment on anything like that. I I would never want to cast shade at somebody else going through a hard time. I don't know anything.
1: Great Mm -hmm. answer to me. That's exactly my answer because we don't throw each other under the bus as coaches, but there's dry snitching going on. And some people think Kirby threw Harbaugh under the bus. Some Some people will say Day threw him under the bus um you can't tell me ohio state doesn't do the same shit. It, 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 it it's a joke at my point sean salisbury said it's a joke steve we got other shit to worry about like why are we so connected to one guy because he's whipped your all asses i mean that's truly the, the fact well matt rule just said it we do it too we all do it we all do it steve, <laughs> steve i mean before you keep going chip kelly started this trend. He didn't start it with Juco guys. We were doing it for a long time too. We were carding in personnel 10, 11, 12, 20 for defensive personnel purposes. So we'd have a card. So when we face tempo offenses, the defense would look over there. Okay. The coach gave us 10. We know our check to 10 personnel. We know what up, what up, what up? I'm back in the building. Of course, I'm first. If you're not first, you're last. Famous quote, Ricky Ricky Bobby. (sighs) Oh, Jalen Johnson wants to get traded. Niners need secondary. That's scary shit, dog. Dark now, too? Big Smitty, I think, could be an actor. He wants to be an actor, I think.
0: What the fuck is going on? Oh! Golly. Ah! I'm sorry, bro. I, don't know I think you want to be an actor. I, hey, by the way, speaking of acting, I do have a short film on YouTube right now, man. Um, I'll send y'all the link, man. Uh, 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 it's called No Walk-Ins. I played, I co-starred um, with with my guy, JJ, big-time actor who played in the new Bill air series. So go to YouTube, type in No Walk-Ins, and you'll see my short film, man. If you want to laugh, want to be a little scared, Perfect time to check it out, man. No walk ins.
1: Are you being serious?
0: I'm dead ass serious. Find the link, baby. Go to YouTube. Type in no walk in. Drop it in the chat. Everybody tune in. Dead ass. Insane, bro. It's all yours? You're in a game. You can go play football, bro. I
1: know your shit. Hey, dog, don't come to West Coast, homie. Fake. <laughs> hey. Talk to me. The shit is set up. I saw every single one of those kids' faces. Did y'all film when we got our fucking locker room robbed? Did y'all film that shit for everybody to see, or was it more personal and like we were sitting there trying to keep motherfuckers away from fighting and shit? Is this the first time? Hey, shout out to Bailey and Ethan, everybody in the backdrop for doing the shorts and the and the, and, the, and, the, and the vertical clips. Um. Uh, Big Smitty, they're doing a good job. We got some shorts going on YouTube now. Look, got a little traction on the shorts. Um, so I, I you know, I like it. I like I it. I appreciate
0: man. Bailey, Ethan, Felipe, Joe Baker, man, the whole squad behind the scenes, man. All of our long uh, 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 uh committed fan base or just supporters, TJ2 Nassies ain't here every single day. Eric with the rent, Eric with, Eric the, with rent. the rent. That's my hey, he do it all. Hey, where Eric at? Derek with the wrench, Eric with the wrench. I haven't got
1: my shirt that I want that we made a shirt. We made a shirt specifically to come on this show. I still haven't got it, Eric with the wrench. I'm trying to figure it out. You got to bring everybody who's behind
0: the the scenes, like, one one day for the year is over. Like, bring them on the show for like one segment. Hell yeah, we got it.
1: We got to do a segment. But here's something that I'm learning how to do for a segment. (laughs) Don't knock it. I don't know what I'm doing yet.
7: All right, all right, all right, all
1: right. I'm back in the building. Real quick so we know. Detroit's on offense here, all right? So we'll get into it here. We're at a little 11 personnel again and run inside zone underneath center. Let me explain what they're trying to do real quick, all right? The Detroit Lions are trying to use 12 personnel, all right? That is one back and two tight ends. So everybody out there knows, okay? Big Smitty, I can flip the i could slide the shit to a chalkboard i go back to the screen i could draw on and film i got it shout out to Enoch for setting it up we got this ten thousand dollar fucking device sitting here now i gotta figure out how to film me on it figure the lighting out figure the camera out i gotta do all that shit but i just had to try it a few times last night and uh let me show you how I transition from chalkboard hey, real to film. Quick, we got some action to be going on here. All right, Raiders got a turnover. Let me break the turnover I'm down. let oh, We'll yeah. pause it and see what happened here. Fumble. So anyway, that is what the Lions are doing on personnel. Let's watch the Raiders on offense now since we get a chance to see them in I'm their second TV, TV now I got 14 TV's TV's out, uh, first series. We'll see what the Raiders do here. Let's I get identity on the Raiders philosophy. What the called in the offense? Jimmy G just threw a pick. <laughs> Horrible coverage. Let's break this down. And I got a wireless mic too, if I need it. Misread by the quarterback. Never throw the ball. That's just a no-no. Bad call, bad throw, bad read. Horrible job forcing the ball to Devontae Adam. Stay tuned. This is going to be the realest breakdown on planet Earth. Don't miss the coach JB show with Big Smitty tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. I'll
0: be here all night though. Stay tuned. Man, if you can do like two-minute breakdowns, two minutes, and shorter breakdowns on, on that screen, you get real good at it. And you made that like a little social media segment, and we use that, we bring that to our show pre-recorded, but that shit gonna be fire. That's cold right there. I ain't seen nothing like that. Not like not in somebody's crib like that, big screen. Like, I gotta figure out how to
1: do it right. Like I know I'm I got good at it a little bit. I got the stylist pen. Yeah, I'm on that motherfucker. Boo, boo, boo. I could do it, but I gotta get to like how, where, I'm at, where I'm at on the film, all that shit.
0: I like that, man. That's fire, man. Congrats, right there. That's big money, right there. It could probably cost you least, least thirty-five bands, at least. Wait,
1: wait, wait. <laughs> nobody, nobody knows. You know what I'm saying? You know where that was? What? It was in the Colorado locker room. The homies got it. Oh, oh.
0: So you set it up. No, you said robbery.
1: Got it for my homeboy from the brand
0: Pasadena. Got it for me. I knew you uh, said it, JB. I knew it was you the whole time. Something told me that. that I took it sense. out the UCLA locker room,
5: dog.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, a
0: lot. there's a lot going on
1: out here. I'm just saying. I don't know. You know. I want to hear this. I want to get this finalized. Urban Meyer shit. I just. Bailey, we got any more news on that. I want to make sure we're clear on that. I want to get that out there. I want ESPN to bring me on. Stephen A. Smith bring me on. So I cuss it as well. up <laughs> And then I want to bring make sure, you know, people can bring me on, get pay me homage. Pay homage to the motherfucker that said it first. But we don't get the traction because they're suppressing me. They keep me shadow banned. They don't want me to fail. they gonna keep a brother down. All that shit. You know, that's me. <laughs> I never, you know, I never you know, I was never. I've never experienced the privilege of white privilege. <laughs> mm. You know that?
0: I didn't know that, JB, because
1: uh, we let can me see. dive deep into that, though, JB. You can dive deep into let that, go. JB. You go. Let me dive in. Here. So we had a cat named Art Briles who had the biggest rape scandal of all time in the history of college football. He got a job coaching not only at the most influential level, but he coached high school football after after that went down right he had i mean i can go on and on and on the list is long the list is long urban top three coach in the country to me i think he's a, he's a, he is i agree with steve he is the top three coach in america's history in college football in my opinion i think it's it's saving urban and pete carroll those three yeah. I, I actually would put pete at one um that is how I believe how highly I think of urban Meyer in the coaching profession in college, in college, not pro college. Um, he, he's probably gonna get a job. Yeah. Not only did he get a job, he's on your network. He's also got a job right there. So like, there's nothing that cats cannot do. It's not too long or too far removed for guys to get jobs. But me, I've never done anything criminally. I've never done anything, uh, to affect a, a kid's life in a bad way, all good. Get kids scholarships. Get kids that graduated. Get kids get, keep kids out of jail. Get kids get kids out of jail.
5: <laughs> right. Cool.
1: Um. Uh, anyway, I can I can pat myself on the back all I want, but that does that goes unrewarded in life. That's what it is. It is what it is. I don't I don't do it for rewards or awards. So, but I do a show they choose to film me on that I was just being myself on. And I'm being blackballed like I fucking killed
0: three thousand motherfuckers. It is kind of wild though, JB. It is kind of. I asked you okay. before. Do, do you do you regret doing Last Chance? no. Like, like in hindsight, it, 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 if you like know what you know now, would you still do it? Or hell no, no way, no, no, ain't hell. Would you still do that show? Or would you use it differently and, and just be a little different on the show?
1: Nah, because I would never change. But the problem is, like, I'll, like people, like, so we had Coach Tony Franklin on here, and he said, if JB was coaching at Stanford, I know JB long enough. I know he wouldn't do some of the things he did if he was at Cal or Stanford or whatever, because they know me. They know that I'm not going to just be an idiot. Juco is a finite level of football. People don't understand it. You can't go whisper sweet nothings in Juco to kids. I'm trying to make it so hard at my level. That when it gets to an Alabama or USC, it's a cakewalk. You don't get fucking kicked out. You don't do dumb shit. You understand and respect the level. I'm going to be the asshole. But kids that played for me know. Obviously, we've had every single fucking one of them on the show. They know the real. They know what I would do for them. So that's the issue that people don't understand they think that that's me walking around at fucking cal berkeley you know what i'm saying Yeah. no the the, the 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 atmosphere is different it requires a different tone and i get that i'm still gonna be me but obviously it's a different deal plus guess what big smitty i got resources i got weight room got recruiting budget got coaches i mean think about it like come on man i don't gotta be high strung and doing all that crazy shit so that is the difference and that's why Tony Franklin, you know, Sark and Lane, guys that know me are like, you know, JB's not going to be that guy. But everyone in America, 3 or 400 million people that saw that show now think that's me. Of course, the administrators are going to think that as well, which is, to me is ignorant it is pos- it, it, I, you can't be more ignorant. Cuz right. because Jay Smitty, you finally pulled the trigger on a guy like Coach Prime. Right and everyone told you to stay away from him for years and guess what one administrator finally picked up a fucking phone and called someone that knew him and they said man times to dude you don't know how hard would that be for an administrator to call a million motherfuckers i know and that at their level and ask them about me like how hard is that
0: i think you could you could still call jb if you wanted to it might not be the job that you would want initially But if you just if you just wanted to get back to coaching, I i I feel pretty confident that you could at least get your foot into the door, even if it's at like a super lower level at first, just to kind of like reprove who you are, whatever the case may be. And then, if you really wanted to, I think you could. That's just my opinion because you've done too much, and there's a lot of people that support you, that would back you, that would say this is who he really is. You got Jay Franklin, you got Sam, you got Pete Carroll, you got—you still got a good relationship with the um. The 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 AD at uh in Kansas, right? I th- I, I believe so. The the
1: head- no, I talk to presidents at JUCOs in Kansas all the time that I'm close with. That's what I'm saying. So of- yeah,
7: people don't realize it. You know,
1: everybody thinks, oh, here's the thing, Finny. Let me ask you something. Like, just be real. Let's just say you're at a Whitlock level. You you've been on TV as a feature. You and Whitlock, my yeah. Marcellus, you had your show. Now you're the face, right? Whitlock's yeah. gone, Marcellus gone. You're the show, just you. It's Smitty it's Speaks.
0: Yeah. That's
1: the name of the show. It's on whatever network. You're the big yep. name. Yep. Boom. For some reason, you slip up and say something. Made up human. Yeah. And then people find out what it meant. And then they, they blackball you. Three, four years go by. And then let's say, you know, Barstool comes knocking. And, hey, man, you got to start over. We'll give you 50 grand. Do you... Th- do mm. you... Knowing you know who you are as a person and a human, you know who you are. You have no malicious intent, you got great character, you, you were fucking around, soft people took it and ran with it, got you banned. Do you think it's fair to you who knows you most, you, to take a to go start over at a low level and start over and 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 have to reprove yourself? You're not reproving yourself. You already knew you were. I'm not reproving myself. It's I'm having to go prove to a people that you can't prove shit to dog. Cause these social media fucking gurus are always going to win with the, the finger, uh, you know, the touchpad. So to your point, first of all, they, they, they can't pay me enough to leave doing anything I'm doing to go do it, especially at a low level. And then at a second level, if it's not at a four-year where it's at least, a, you know, like there's just no way for me I, I couldn't fathom doing it. Like if it's not a head coach, at least at Vajuco, I couldn't do high school no more, dog. I just can't do it. I I love the high school kids because I think I I would be – I've done it before, obviously, and I've had great impact on those kids, and I've ascended them forward. They've gone on to college and done great things, and it's a great segue, I guess, or a bridge. Um from high school to college, having a guy like me, but it has to be in the hood, in inner city, because if I was coaching at a white school, they would have me canceled in the New York minute because I have to go hard on the inner city kids without a daddy, et cetera, to teach them what not to do in life. And then if I did that with white kids, obviously, it's a whole nother ballgame. I'm fired. So it had to be an inner city high school, but I don't know if I want to do high school anymore because of how it's become. So. I don't know. Have to be a big time college or a JUCO as a head guy. I don't know if I could do the things you kind of asked. I don't know. That's just me. I'm just thinking out loud. But I don't I know. Feel you.
0: Would Would you be the offensive coordinator at Ball State?
1: I would do that, something like that, yeah, because that would give me a head good job. I think.
0: All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm see what I can do, man. I'm see what I'm see who I can call and see see I can. They don't want there, there
1: though, cause there's too many hood. Like I. Like, I could go into Gary right now and grab every single player that's a non-qualifier that nobody knows about that I have certain lists to. Huh? Yeah. And motherfuckers would be like, how the fuck do you get Gary out here? Muncie and boo,
5: boo, boo,
1: boo. I'd have all kind of hood cats from Gary, fucking all kind of cats from fucking Indianapolis that are just in that Pacific area. Yeah. And then I'm going to go still like, the best kid out of Ohio best get out of Pennsylvania, best get out of Detroit, go to Cass Tech, go grab me a few big-time cats that nobody thought Ball State could get. I'm going to get there. I'm going to go snatch somebody's number one recruit. Somebody. I don't know who it will be. Alabama, Colorado. Someone's one kid, number one kid, is going to get snatched and be at Ball State. Everybody's going to be like, what the
5: fuck? How did he get there?
1: And then we'll be good enough on, oh, as call, I'll call it. Boom. And then... I don't know. Akron calls. Hey, yeah, you want me here? Then I'll go get LeBron. Bring LeBron <laughs> I'm just saying, dog.
5: Hey, you,
1: well, you know, this true story. I'm going to give you a true story nobody knows. All right. I've told it a little bit. I think I might have told it on this show or not a little bit. But here's a true story. So I'm close to Danny Green. Me and Danny were kicking it sometimes, smoke cigars, whatever. And I told Danny when he was at Lakers, I said, dog, you really need to holler at LeBron for me and ask that dude to co- make a call because all LeBron has to do is make a call. Get me the Akron gig, get me the Akron gig, and instead of him being at Ohio State in Columbus, he could be at an Akron sideline on an Akron game because we're gonna win. I'm gonna go get some dudes,
0: and LeBron could actually rock where he's from. Mm, That's true. Columbus, he Akron. I know that would be fire. Into a what Columbus is now play Akron, Akron.
1: but. Think about that.
0: That would, be, that would be cold. Hey, LeBron, if you're listening in right now, man, JB's available. You, hey, no, Danny, Danny,
1: Danny hit him up. Danny hit him up, but, you know, LeBron probably got a million fucking things. Who knows? So it is what it is. Um, yeah. But that was just, you know, me being outside the box thinker that I am. Cause And you can still support Ohio State, LeBron. You're from Ohio. But, you know, come to a game or two. You know what I'm mean? saying? Give, give, give our team LeBron cleats. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody else gonna nobody else gonna have so at least I'm dominating the Mac. We're not fucking rivalry with Ohio
0: State anyway. Right, Rice is on separate entity. You know what I mean? If you want to change the program, if you want to change the direction of the history, and you want a coach that's not gonna be all up in the videos, you want a coach who's gonna tell the players like it is. Bring on Coach J. B. to Akron.
1: On a serious note, can we talk serious note? Please do. Um, serious shit. Here's the real shit. Uh, let me let me ask Bailey real quick. No jokes. Serious. Uh, my alma mater, where I'm from, my roots, my grassroots, the stadium's named after my uncle, Tay Brown. Um, I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into the place. I played there. I was the head coach there. Uh, Compton College. I've had conversations with Marcellus in recent time, recent weeks about it. Compton College just forfeited um, their fourth game of the season. Um Damn. Not only has they forfeited this fourth game of the season, the last three years they forfeited the last two weeks of the season, three years in a row. Damn. So what happens is when that happens, kids. Lose scholarship opportunities, they lose film. It's a bloodbath out there because you got players playing out of position, so you're not really being able to coach kids in the right way to get them going. Now, my good friend's a head coach there right now. He just took the job to put a Band-Aid on a bullet wound and try to fix a program that is in dire need and dire straits. The president of that college is an absolute buffoon who's absolutely trying to fold it. And trying to get rid of it. Now, this is a guy I actually grew up with. The president is a cat that just has not a clue. And he wants this thing to implode. That's the truth. They want him to. He wants to get this thing blown up. Because California JUCO is different. They don't want California JUCO kids. They don't want California JUCO. They don't want to play football. They want the JUCO, the money the state gives them for attending it. FTE, which is full-time enrollment. They want the perks and the benefits that the state and financial aid and different things give them, but they don't want the headache of football. Because if you're in the hood and in their city football, LA Southwest, West LA, Compton College, East LA, um, El Camino, Cerritos College, Long Beach City, LA Harbor. What happens is you fold that and kids don't have anywhere to go administrators in this on this planet planet earth and in california don't have a fucking clue that if you take away these vessels your crime rate is going to go through the fucking roof in those hoods because you've taken away an inner city kids ability to go do something productive and I'll, at the end possibly earn a scholarship to go do something you can change people's lives by allowing a kid to get a scholarship to play junior college football for two years and go to a four-year level, get a scholarship, and never know. Might be in the NFL. How about a guy like maybe uh, Jason Pierre-Paul? Oh, maybe saved his life. How about this was last year. Uh, the 2022 football season for Grossmont College has come to a premature end after Compton College fell on its sword and basically has forfeited uh forfeited this was last year Bailey if you can find the neck uh this year you can go back three years actually they forfeited three years in a row how they continue to do kids like that is beyond beyond me I don't understand it um it's really disservicing disheartening and um sad to see my alma mater the stadium's named after my uncle uh you know Compton College if to everyone out there that don't know Still, I believe, have the most national championships in junior college football history. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to play in what's called the Junior Rose Bowl in front of 60 to 70,000 people at the Rose Bowl for a junior college football game. When my dad played at Compton College, they played Coffeyville. They played Independence, actually. They played out of state teams in front of 50,000, 60,000 people at the Rose Bowl. So, Levante at Levante David, Jason Pierre, Paul both played at Fort Scott Community College, Big Smitty. Here's my point. Fort Scott Community College folded two years ago. Uh, no great. longer has football. No longer has football. And those two are just two stories. There's a many more. Right. At a place like Fort Scott Community College, who now has no football. When Compton, when Compton folds and other inner city schools fold, it is going to be the true end um, uh, of community college as we know it because these are the the, the tell-good, true, feel-good stories that people don't see. It's the grind. It's the chase. It's football gel um, that we know it, and uh, we're not going to have that no more, and it's going away, dog. Administrators do not want to deal with junior college football players and football and the money that they have to put into it. They don't want to deal with it, and it's starting to become evident, and it's bad. It's bad. Man, so That's a shame. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. And and and, and I'm going to tell you, they got a new weight room. They got grass. and I mean, they got turf filled now all of a sudden and got lights. By the way, since I was a little kid, Compton College never had turf, never had lights, and always had a dirt track. Dirt. Now they have track, field, light. Major League Baseball has facilities there. Mm. Um, started it back in the 90, late 90s. I was part of that. Um, Reggie Miller's brother has been the field crew guy there forever and does the maintenance there. Reggie Miller, the real Reggie Miller's brother. They're from out here, by the way. So there's a lot of other things that go involved, but um, it's kind of – it's really irresponsible, and it's inexcusable not to be able to fill the fucking team in Compton. I'm going to be honest. You're surrounded by Long Beach, L.A., Pasadena. You have literally – so this is – Pete Carroll and I used to talk about this in my office. You literally, Smitty, have. Just listen to this for anyone out here on the West Coast that understand the freeway systems. Compton College sits on Artesia and the 91 freeway right off of, you know, Artesia Boulevard and basically Long Beach Boulevard or Santa in between Long Beach and Santa Fe Boulevard, okay? The 91 freeway literally goes right across it it connects to the 110 the 405 is 2 miles this way the 710 freeway is a half a mile this way the 110 freeway is 2 miles this way the 10 freeway and the the 10 freeway is 3 miles that way the 60 freeways i i can go on and on this is what intersects Compton College so don't tell me you can't get a fucking kid in there Because I can get anyone off any freeway in fucking Southern California that goes by Compton College at some point in the day. Right. So there's just no excuse for it. It is what it is, but it's inexcusable for a JUCO in the inner city to not field a fucking team. And this is year four that they've done this. Four years in a row. Big Smitty, to me, how the fuck is the president still the president? unless it is an ulterior motive that the board of trustees and the mayor and everybody else is in on mm. again, inner city corruption at our finest has been killing our inner city youth since I was a fucking kid.
0: I, you said it best and boys in the hood, either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about brothers in the hood. And it's right there. Leave it at that right there, man. So it's a shame. It's a shame, JB, man. Hopefully hopefully, can – maybe you got to go back. I don't know. Maybe you got to – I fight the solution to a lot of this shit is they got to bring JB in. Will they do it? I don't know. But only time will tell. Chiefs kingdom, Chiefs queendom is right here, and they're shaking. you imagine, imagine, imagine me having uh,
1: – I move up for the next two years real fast, rapidly, and I, I'm, I'm at <laughs> – I'm coaching the homes.
0: <laughs> You're like, you hey. fucking cry, baby. You, you fucking fall. cry, baby. You fucking. when when I can see you doing all <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Oh, man. Well, let's, be, let's talk a little bit more about last night's Monday Night Football game. We, we talked about Devontae Adams. To exhaustion, but let's talk about the other team, man. The Detroit Lions, who uh, has really been balling all around this year. Um, rookie draft pick Jameer Gibbs had the game of his life, uh, at least the best game of his career, rookie career so far. And, um, I guess how high are you on the Lions right now? I know they play against the Raiders, Raiders are not that great, but still, you, it, it, you, you, they won a game that you're supposed to win, you know what I'm saying? And they went out there, they did it, executed at a high level. How serious are the Detroit Lions, J.B.? Because me, I mean, I, I think they are the real deal. I, I think, you know, they might actually host a playoff game this year, which is, sounds crazy because I haven't done that in I don't know how long. Um, I could see them winning a playoff game, making it to, to a divisional round. And um, probably for me, that's that's, that's probably just, just as far as they could realistically make it this year. But they are a true contender and a team that uh, you have to take serious, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, um, they looked bad last night. I thought, besides Gibbs being the, uh, you know, St. Brown had a hundred. Um, Gibbs
0: looked good. They Report, ran the court The all the young guys was balling.
1: Yeah, they 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 ball. I lost money on the on a couple guys because Devontae had no catches. So you know, Jimmy G fucked me. But anyway, um, <laughs> having said that, I don't know. Um, if they are, they're, they're, I think the Ravens kind of almost beat them twice. Uh, one of those type of situations because they look flat. I thought they were flat. I thought they were. They had to like, they had to like dig deep to get that done against a Raider team that never really was out the game, but seemingly were dominated at the same time. Like the Lions dominated the game without even playing well. The Raiders were never out of it within twelve, even at the end. And Jimmy G just couldn't hit water if he fell out of a fucking boat. So. I was just like, God damn, you make two throws. This game, they're actually winning 28, 26. Right. So like that's what so I don't know good if point. I'm sold on that. That's I guess my point. So that's a
0: good point. Cause if you're playing against any just and and I listen, I was a Jimmy G guy for a long time, but he's bad right now. If you're playing against any just comparable quarterback, you know, even a guy like a, a Dak, you know, or just one of those middle of the pack guys they make those throws and it's a different ball game you know what i'm saying so that is a good point um you know where and that's why i although i believe in Detroit i believe in them to to an extent i believe in them as far as making the playoffs winning a game and then i cut it off right there i don't see them as an actual super bowl contender or nfc championship team i just don't think they are there yet um but are they are they is this the best detroit team we've seen in a long time Hell yeah, I will say that. You know, the boys is, is it the best team we've seen in a long time, or is the NFL watered down? Best team we've seen in a long time.
1: All right, we'll go with your soft take. <laughs> um, have you, have you, um, ha, how about—is this guy watered down?
5: Mmm. Explain. Explain. <laughs>
1: Motherfucker tongue. I put your motherfucking tongue in your goddamn mouth. Like, I, 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 just, I don't, I don't want to. Why? He don't wear a mouthpiece. Hit that motherfucker. Cut that motherfucking tongue off. I'm just saying. Make that motherfucker feel that shit. I bet you wear a mouthpiece.
0: <laughs> Bite his tongue and shit.
1: Fuck, oh, homie. Shit killing me. By the way, shout out to Max Crosby. Uh, my boy, I'm going to try to get him on the show here soon. Uh, he's been on the show a couple of times before um, we were this large, but we're trying to get it bigger. We're going to get Max on. Um, Million-dollar donation to Eastern Michigan University he gave. Um, no one talks about it, right? No one's talking about it. Wow. He donated a million dollars. Bailey, can you find that a picture of him signing the check? He was there. He's from that area. He came back home to play Detroit, so he got there a little early, did that. Um, Shout-out to him.
0: Um that's big time right there, man. Hey, hopefully one day, you know me, he a former D lineman of the Mac with the Easter. I'm a former D lineman of the Mac with the Ball State. Hopefully, God willing, when this show blow up, I could donate, you know, five thousand dollars to ball state or ten thousand dollars to ball state. I can't do a million. I do know if I can do a million. But I can probably do ten bands, maybe fifteen bands. You know what I'm saying? So Shout! Shout
1: out there's Eastern there's That's to Eastern Michigan. Big you know, Max, Pat gives money back to his high school. He gives money to all kind of people. Pat's donating all kind of money, and there's ways to do it and write it off too. You write off and you basically get that money back in other ways. But hey, great friend of mine, the head coach, Coach Creighton, up there at Eastern Michigan, used to come take notes of what I was building at Indy. Straight up yellow notepad. So did so did Lance Leipold. Um, great dudes. Humility is unbelievable. To come to see me rebuild the program because how bad it was when I got there and what we did so quickly. Um, obviously, Coach Creighton has given me credit. He's wore my mechanic shirts on sidelines of their bowl game mm. because I've, I have I implemented it. He loved it. He actually wore it on um, sideline during the bowl game a couple years ago. It was my work boot Wednesday mechanic shirts that I made our staff wear. He actually had them in them on a game in a bowl game so um so he at least gave me a shout out for it um but you know max crosby doing his thing um love to see what, he, what you know cats made it you know he signed a hundred million dollar deal man the million dollars ain't nothing they'll never see it anyway um right so shout out to that no one wants to talk about it i just wanted to shout that out i texted him and uh told him big time shit and uh He said, thanks a lot, JB. It's it's, uh, a long time coming. And, you know, he beat addiction, and he had addiction problems, and he beat that, and he wanted to do these other things. So he's doing his thing. Um, Jalen Johnson. Go ahead, Smitty. I know you are going to say something. I was going to just talk about this. No, no, no,
0: no. Jump in.
1: Uh, I'm just saying they're talking about he's requested a trade and all this. um, And then apparently, I don't know, apparently he's kind of been – Engaged now with the Bills and the Niners, mm. so this is kind of recently just hit the news wire. Um, uh, Things are happening as we have the show live here. So, um people are. What, people what year? Are here. What is
0: Jalen in? Is this year? He's young, right? He's, it was. I think he's young. One of my
1: one of my kids, Elijah Hicks, is there too, playing corner safety. Yeah, uh, play, play for me as well. He's in Chicago
0: as well. Uh, uh, Jay Johnson, he's a baller, man. I mean, he, he will be. I mean, I don't know how serious the trades, you know, would happen. Obviously, the trade deadline is is, is nearing, it's a few more hours before it ends. So, whatever trade is going to happen, going to need to happen pretty quickly. But that those teams that could be a, a good pickup. The Niners' defense, man, as great as we thought they were, have been looking like a shell of themselves the last few weeks. In my opinion. Yeah which has been part of the reason why the offense and Brock Purdy has been struggling a little bit. I, I think it goes hand-in-hand. I think the offense is not looking that good uh, with the Niners, which is making the defense go on the field more, making them more tired, and the, and the defense not making plays like they once did, which is putting more onus and more pressure on Brock Purdy and offense, and they're looking bad. So bringing a guy like a Jalen Johnson there who can help just, you know, uh, uh, just with that secondary, and help that defense out a little bit, I do think that would be uh, – you know a, a good pickup for them specifically, so we'll you know we'll see though what happens. Man, trade deadline is always an exciting day because you just really never know what happens. And the NFL is kind of became like the NBA when it can't when it comes to like trades and stuff like that. Like, you you see more of these mega trades, last minute situations that, that happen in NFL than I fight like ever before, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting for sure, man. I know earlier you talked about the uh trade that happened with yesterday with uh, Williams okay. going to the Seahawks. And I don't think people are really talking about how impactful that 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 this move could be. Leonard Williams is a baller, like this guy was he's a big time defensive tackle. I'm not saying he's a top, not a top three, top four guy in the league, but he's probably top ten if I really like made a list and broke it down. And adding him to a Seattle Seahawks team is already pretty strong defensively. Um, you know, you got you got Adams over there. You got like you got some young lockdown corners. Like they got some cats, man. This right here to me makes the Seahawks like even more of a, a serious contender. And I know you already had them, I think, going to this to the Super Bowl. So I know you gotta be excited about this, right? JB. I
1: mean, yeah, what
0: do I know? Um you, you didn't know the
1: trade was going to happen. Hey, that, you like, know, I <laughs> hate the motherfucker like, uh, that be trying to do it, like, real slow speaking and, like, trying to get you to feel sorry for him. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I don't know nothing. <laughs> I, just, I, I, just, I just picked them. you know. Fuck it. What do I know? Sarcasm and shit. <laughs> uh, like, what do I know? Shit, I don't know nothing. I just picked them. I, I told fucking Urban Meyer going to Michigan State. I don't know nothing. You know, I, I don't break no news. Shit, I don't know nothing. Um <laughs> hey, Wilo asked a question and I'm gonna clarify it real quick. All right. He said looking back at the last three to five years, as has overall in the NFL has positions gotten better, even though quarterback play has gotten worse. No. Here's why I say this. Because athletically gifted as we become year in and year out, every single newborn baby that enters this world is going to be more athletic than you and I. It is what it is. It's, it, it, it's all that fake shit Dr. Morse was telling us is in the food. It helps us, but then it hurts us. <laughs> so at the same, at the end of the day, collectively, we're more athletic and gifted than we've ever seen. NBA, NFL, baseball, all the sports. We're just more freakish walking around the streets. This is what it is, but the sport, in my opinion, has gotten worse because collectively as a team, the team aspect of it is no longer there. And football is not an individual played sport. Basketball is more or less an individual. less where you can take a calf to dribble, bang on four dudes. NFL, other you know, Barry Sanders has done shook six guys and went to the house. We get that. But other than that, it's needed 10 other people to get you to point a to point B it's not happening no more because of what we talk about on this show all the time, transfer portal requesting, demanding trade uh, chasing the bag, getting the bag at an early age and not really taking care of your body, putting investment in the game. um, You know, All these things that we say, could it be this? Could it be that? We really don't know if it is Taco Bell in the weed. We could be the turf monsters. It could be what's in the food, the GMOs that Doc alluded to. Maybe all this shit. Yes, Josh Allen's freaking nature. Is he good, though? Like, is he really good? Like, I, I, I mean, that's the question. I don't know if we can become better. I believe we're better athletically. I don't know if we're better football player. There there's not a receiver better than Jerry Rice out here. There's not there's not a receiver better than Randy Moss out here, than TO. I don't believe, but there's more gifted ones. There's a shitload more gifted receivers out here. Every team has a has a guy better athletically than Jerry Rice.
0: Well, 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 first of all Jerry's the goat, so it's hard to even talk about him, but these guys are still currently playing. So I can make arguments that Justin Jefferson is on a pathway to be in that conversation. Yeah, like but the, he asked the, 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 the numbers say that, that around the numbers literally say that. So, I mean,
1: why yeah, I he, he, was asking over the last three to five years, have we seen players get better year to year to year? And I'm oh, saying oh, yeah. athletically, if you want to yeah. ask that question, Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I feel you. And you know, Marcel, something he's always say was the gift, the the uh curse of the gift, excuse me. The curse of the gift is meaning that sometimes, you know, when you're super skilled and super athletic, and you're blessed with all these amazing skills, you're not necessarily focused on the intangibles or the watching film or the actual game itself, to where if you did do that, paired along with your amazing athleticism, oh, you would be one of the greatest of all time. But a lot of these guys, unfortunately are just so blessed athletically that they're just leaning on that and not putting a lot of the time and focus into the actual game itself so they're not maximizing their true skill set. Like, you know I mean? think
1: about a guy like, let's just go to Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald, in person I play golf with, is a fucking specimen. Yeah. Like, yeah. fucking legit now. When he walks into the room, you know this motherfucker. Like, he's toned, ripped, long, lean, small waist, good-sized pecs, arms, Thighs are big, calves are little. That's what we want to see in football players. People don't realize this is an evaluation of talent. So if I'm evaluating the guy that walks in the room, I'm like, oh, fuck, this guy's something, right? D-linemen walk in. We want to see a big booty, fucking thighs and quads, and little legs, little calves. They can run, they can get by. And then, obviously, the upper torso and should take the dick on the double team, be able to jump over a combo block, high, low, or what have you, for hence the small calves, hence the big booty, taking on dropping your ass to take on the double. We need a big booty. So when we're watching and recruiting D linemen, guess what? Guess where the laser pointer is when we're recruiting kids? On the ass. Boom. Ass too small. Next. I My coach used to hate me, swing so Ass too small. Next. They're like, damn. Then I'm recruiting him at good, and everybody's like, you love this motherfucker. Huge ass. And I'm like, small legs. And I'm like, get this motherfucker. And they're like, one play, coach? I go, one play. Give me this motherfucker. Oh, he was only number one recruited D lineman in Juco history. <laughs> Went to Tennessee. But anyway, what do Baby, I Baby, I
0: guarantee you, though, you probably missed out on a couple big-time players because you looked at their ass, and their ass wasn't big enough for you, Paul. Guess what? Like, like I'll
1: take Emmett good. I'll take Jermaine Johnson. I'll take guys like that that I did hit
0: on. <laughs>
1: um... So you know, it is what it is. Guess what?
0: No homo, as y'all young cats in no, the no, chat. No, 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 we don't say it no more. We say pause. We say pause. Just say pause. Paul, no, Paul's been out for a long time. It's, it's starting I'm to get re no, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not getting I was like young.
1: We're not pausing shit. We're gonna keep going. No homo, as y'all say.
0: Anyway, you can't say that no, no more, JB. The casual
1: don't realize that what we're talking about in body evaluation is not anything to do with sexual orientation, okay? Let's be clear. This is a big booty, demand a double team, drop your ass, boo, bo boo. run your feet. We want to see it. We want to see how you can take on the double, et cetera, et cetera. So this is why we talk about this type of shit on the show because no one else will, but that's how you evaluate guys. If you don't think Urban Meyer and Nick Saban are in there doing the exact same thing I'm discussing, by the way, I've been in those rooms with those folks, exact same conversation. Ass too little. They run his feet. Too, too. Ass too light. Booty small. I mean, it's funny. It, you can I think it's funny, but we don't laugh at all when we're talking about it because it's Man, real. I, as a
0: D lineman, I know he's like, coach, coach is like, oh, that guy, that guy's like, he's lighting ass. Like, you'll hear that phrase a lot. Like, yeah, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, I'm just saying that's something that you can, like, work on, though, with work, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was an undersized cat, but, but, but when you, when you put that work into it, you can you can build from that. So I'm saying that is a factor, but it's not just the only factor. So I'm saying when you're going through recruits, I'm, I'm saying not that's gonna one of the things thing you look technique. at, but you gotta look at hand placement, hustle, feet. Like yeah. a lot of going to yeah, it. You can't.
1: You can look at all that shit. If you're 180 fucking pounds, I'm not recruiting you to play three technique.
0: Hey, hey, D Jones, man. Hey, I don't know, bro. I don't know about this one. He put the question mark, JB, like as if he was talking to you, like JB. Spinny got a big booty. Like, yeah, bro, I'm
1: that's, not I, that's crazy talk because I'm not looking no more at him in that way because I'm not watching on film, you slap dick.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like these are oh, I, I thought D Jones was the real one, but I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could be, he could be D-Watt- 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 That told me a lot
1: right back D-Watt- about D-Watt- you, D-Watt- Jones. Is he the one suing Dwight Howard? <laughs> Dwight
3: Jones, <laughs> D Jones, Dwight Jones. Is D Jones and the Word Howard? It's D. D Jones D Howard.
5: <laughs> uh-huh. hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hey, that uh-huh. voice
0: is, is, is my favorite
1: little sus. Little sus. <laughs>
0: hey, that's my favorite voice of the whole of the whole shit. When JB do the little I wish dude. I would use
1: the word sus walking around this motherfucker. Hey, sus, you sus. I wish I would say. Hey, bro.
0: Hey, this check gotta chill, bro. This check gotta chill right now. Like, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. Bring that guy back up. Whoa. I'm gonna be honest, dog. My 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 lifelong evaluation processes tell me that Elijah rushing. Has a little sugar in the tank. Oh.
0: Boy. He's a little sus. Little Kool-Aid.
1: Little, little Kool-Aid in the tank. Little
0: Kool-Aid he
1: in little the system. Sus. Little sus. Likes the tight and tight beard. He got the tight, like, you know what I'm saying? He got the smush, smush wide nose. <laughs> he like, he might like booty, dogs. <laughs> Nail booty. Huh.
0: Anyway, moving on amicably. Do we uh, got some white people sitting here, JB? Huh? Do we got a little bit of white people shit in here today? I know we, uh, we got to have a little sprinklers of some white people shit in here, right? We could. i, I, uh, think, I think a little WPS in this motherfucker, I think. We could have some. Let's pull it up.
5: Haircuts for playoffs.
0: Oh, my God. Also, this is a football team all getting custom haircuts for the playoffs. Ah. I got me feels about homeless. this JB. Motherfucker said homeless. I like the camaraderie amongst each other coming together, but he, y'all could have went bowling, y'all could have went to the movies. y'all could have like this is a little different right here. This is some white people shit.
7: What 1000%. The
0: fuck is that? that? They giving the names right there JB. That shit.
1: That shit look a little bit like they <laughs> do. <laughs>
0: Yeah, y'all let me see. The he- oh, man. oh man, oh man. One thing my white people know that I can respect: y'all, y'all don't care about shit. Like y'all, you y'all, y'all care about nobody's opinion. Y'all care how y'all look when y'all dancing off beat. Y'all don't care how your haircut look. Y'all don't care about how people look.
1: Hey, nothing. We didn't dive into this with Matt and Steve. I wanted to. let uh, dive into it. I wanted to dive into this because I, you know. Uh, uh, Jada um, Races, look,
0: Jada Races, look. She's talking about, look, the names, Gaze, Connor, Pete, Jake. Why'd you say Dewan? Why'd you say, you know I mean? why you say Darnell? why you?
1: <laughs> hey, Bailey, can you get me the, the, the Twitter account of the Compton mayor? Ooh. Uh I'm going to tag that motherfucker. I'm going to tag her on it. I've also had a Zoom meeting with the Compton mayor, by the way, so. Um. Going it's on? not like she do not don't know who I am. <laughs> um, I'm about to get real on this Compton thing because I don't know if anyone really realizes I could make this really a big fucking problem. Um, but I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to keep my name out of it and keep my, my, my but it, at one point, dog, you're ruining my community. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. Um, can I dive into this?
3: That's fine. We've solved it down the line angle. That marker
1: was, that's going to be. I want you to see that ref that's casually trying to walk in front and block the camera from seeing him move the ball though is what really is kind of throwing me off on this because I've never been to conspiracy guy, committee where like Matt is where we're talking about like you know, the betting part of this is becoming so big. I don't know if 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 that's something that it, you know is a real thing. But then this guy walks casually. Just watch the ref in front of this ref.
0: That's going to be close. Play it like
1: that shit is impeccable.
0: It's impeccable. So I don't think they're really trying to hide it because the team. I mean, obviously the team sees it. Both the teams right there. They probably like went and looked at the camera, looked at the angle, and saw that they had poor ball placement and moved it down. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not big on the conspiracy thing, too, man. There's it's too many factors that goes into a game to where like moving. Why would they just blatantly just move the ball if they didn't have any sort of reasoning behind doing it? Like that that, that would. They would just lose their job if it was that. If it was just that obvious, so they had to look into the camera to watch the table. Ah, like, oh, we didn't get good ball placement, and they moved the shit back. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. I'm sorry, I can't believe that they just blatantly just cheated. Yeah, the the the
1: uh Montez Sweat, um, who some people argue is more effective than, um, Chase. Chase. Um in yeah. Washington were just traded to the Bears. Monte Sweat to the Bears is official. He has been more disruptive than I think I think he's like third in the NFL pass rusher as a disruptor. Uh um, he got
0: six and a half sacks so far in this season, man. That, that's a that's a real deal player right there. So um, I don't know if you're
1: happy or mad or upset going to the Bears right now.
0: I know, right? Like it's a it's a good pickup, but it's like okay. Like, the Bears ain't about to do nothing. Bears ain't about to go to the playoffs. Washington at least got a chance, but they probably not either. So, it's kind of like just I, – I mean, maybe he likes Chicago better, though. You know, Washington, you know, is a, you know, DC's a fun place to be at, too. But maybe Chicago's a little better fit. You know, I don't know. But good pickup, for sure. He's one of the better uh, pass rushers in, in the game. So, not mad about that at all. You've been hearing rumors all week uh, or even going to, like, last week or whatever that – him and Chase Young were on the trade block. So don't be surprised if here shortly before the show even ends, if we hear something about Chase getting moved as well, I would not be shocked at all. Sure. Yeah. fasting at all, we show it all breaking news. We give you our opinions on different things. JB, give you that Compton, that Compton swagger. You know what I mean? and Give you that, that inside scoop. You gotta love it. Hey, what's up with, uh, why didn't
1: nobody tell, you know, why has nobody like, you know, just really came out and said, like, man, JB, you was really on that Urban Myers shit a month ago.
0: Because, <laughs> you know, it, people like to call you out when you're wrong about something, but they don't like to show you love when you're right about something. That's just what the society we live in, JB. Yeah. Trolls gonna be trolls. Yeah. And oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm about to post this dog, <laughs> Eddie. Many would have said Chase Young needs to come to Dallas to the Dallas Cowboys. Eddie, shut the fuck up, God. I got Michael <laughs> Parsons, and you got fucking Demarcus Lawrence. Why do you need Montez Sweat? I mean, he just take anybody, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Like literally anybody.
1: I mean, the motherfucker would literally just take anybody anywhere. He just take the motherfucker, just take him anywhere.
0: Joel, Cor, you asked a question earlier. I did not forget about you. I think you asked, um, would it make sense for the Broncos to trade Jerry Judy for Devontae Adams? Um, I listen, I'm a huge about the Adams fan, I think he's arguably still the best receiver in the NFL. Arguably, um, it would be an upgrade for the Broncos for sure. Um, I, here's the thing, I,
1: I, you could ask Bailey, we'll bring Bailey's light skinned ass in here later on, yeah. and I'll, I'll tell you. Straight out, I said Denver Broncos the best fit for Devontae Adams, but I know they would not move into the same division. I think Russell Wilson's an upgrade. Even as we know what we know about him, he's an upgrade, number one. Number two, Sean Payton is an upgrade. Talk all you want. I've been told, I told you yesterday on the show, I think he's doing what he wants to do with this program. So, I think it is an upgrade altogether. And remember, Devontae would be there in the future of the Sean Payton new regime and the culture build and all that shit. Whether it's Russell Wilson there or not, they're going to go get a quarterback, unlike Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. They're going to get a Super Bowl type of quarterback in Denver, Yeah. whether it's Russell or someone else. So, I think Denver is a complete upgrade for, for Devontae. Would it happen is just 99% no. So, that's just like... That's the issue I have with it, but I did say I think that's a great fit. I also mentioned the Commanders. If the quarterback that's coming up, the young kid that everyone's Sam Howell, that everyone thinks is doing well, is if he if they think this guy's truly the future, then him and McLaren on the same on the same team to me is a huge one two guy punch with with Robinson at back. You go you continue to get better at that program because they're not too far apart if they can keep some defensive linemen there, keep some defensive puzzle. They're not too far apart as being a good team. They play the Eagles as good as anybody in the NFL every year, every game. If they're not too far. So yeah, it's not a bad you know, it crossed my mind. But I'm sitting here looking, Big Smitty. I, I went across this as much as I could. There's not a fucking team out there that has a quarterback that can really get this dude to rock like he deserves? There's right. not. Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Kirk Cousins is hurt. So what quarterback is really going to get this cat to rock?
0: I think Mahomes would get him the ball. The Chiefs need a receiver. But I, I don't think they, they have enough to trade for him. I'm just saying. Uh, they
1: don't. They don't.
0: But, but I'm just saying. But just hypothetically, though, they do need a receiver. And if they could afford him, Mahomes would get him the ball. he had break breaks with Mahomes.
1: Yeah, well, I always say that. But <laughs> the Ravens is the worst possible fit for Devontae Adams. I'm just going to be honest. No no shade in Lamar. No offense. I, I didn't say that. I didn't
0: I'm say nothing.
1: I'm just telling you. I'm saying that on purpose. That's uh, sarcastic. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, but Lamar can't get OBJ the ball. What, what makes you think he's going to just magically get Devontae Adams the ball?
0: That, see that's what I hold on, know. bro. Don't compare an old ass OBJ who's uh, been injured uh, to a best receiver, oh, Lee and Devontae Adams. Stop. OBJ was here even getting hurt go. this year; he missed a couple games. What are we talking about here? OBJ's not on. getting separation. Hold on, Let me know. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. God
1: damn, this is the best show on planet Earth. A lot of you guys don't realize. Pound the like button, subscribe, Become a member, cause you guys don't really know what I got. You know what I'm saying? I got like. Real shit
0: here. Um, oh, shit. We got more yeah. trades, I think. Really? Uh, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. All right, I'm tired of playing games here. All right, say it, man. Fuck it. What you mean, say it? <laughs> you see you try to play games here. I thought you had some in your mind. I might like, say that
1: shit. Oh, I do. I'm going to sh- We're going to watch a fucking film with OBJ and Lamar Jackson. And we're going to tell and we're going to see how many times OBJ's fucking wide open at his old age compared according to you he's too old to play, but we'll sign him on I a 50 million. Day day. I
0: said I compare him to Devontae Adams.
1: So, so if the guy's open and can't get him the ball, what is the difference in him and Devontae Adams being open? If you can't get him the ball,
0: how does it? Why does it matter? OBJ o- OBJ he's is not is not the number one guy there. That's why matter. he's like he's number three. open. OBJ no no OBJ's is the third option there. But how Bateman and Flower? He's number three. He's still open. If he had Devontae Adams, he'd be number one. He's still open. <laughs> Let's find
1: him. Let's find him first. Let's see I where he's. I open. I'm sorry. Let's see if where OBJ is though. I ain't see nobody open. Let's find OBJ first. Do You know where he is? I haven't seen him yet. Uh, he probably not on the field. Shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he checked down. It was smart. Nobody was really open down the field. You didn't want to force that right, uh, throw a pick. Uh, That's called yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah
1: Where's
0: he at? You see him? Is
4: that him on the bottom?
1: Is
0: right. That him on the bottom? No, nah, that ain't him. Let me see.
1: That looked like him down here. Is that Zay Flowers? That's no, Rashad Bateman, I think.
0: I think it's a number seven.
1: Okay, Bateman's in this down here. Is that OBJ in the slot? You got
0: Flowers as a slot. You sure? I'm pretty confident that Flowers in, in the slot. This is Flowers. Pretty sure, and I think the outside guy is uh, is uh, Bateman. I think. All right. Let me see if that's OBJ. He looks
1: like OBJ, but it might be Flowers in the slot.
0: It's Flowers for sure.
1: Uh, What number is OBJ
0: now? OBJ, OBJ ain't moving, moving like that no more. I think, ain't OBJ number three? That look like three, though. They're like a four.
1: That's him right there. I can't see his fucking feet. All right, hold on. Let me one more time. Let me see if he's even playing this motherfucker.
0: You know you're the fuck that, right? That's you
1: four. That,
5: right?
0: That's four in motion. Yeah, it's flowers. I know. But that wasn't the same guy last play. Now this might be OBJ on the outside, uh the X deep, maybe. Where? Right here, uh next to Flowers on the outside. This might that might be OBJ. Here? Yep, that might be him. That, is, upon... that is him. That is him. Cause I know I know his stands. I know how I know how he run. That is him. Yep. Move me. Can you move me off the screen 100 Cause I'm uh, blocking the route a little bit.
1: Hey, Bailey, you can you find there we go? Bailey knows how to do that shit quick.
0: Bailey a bad motherfucker.
1: Um, all right, so OBJ's playing. That's all I wanted to make sure of.
0: He playing, yeah. And I all like right. OBJ. I'm not dissing the man, he probably would have won MVP. I'm just saying he's had an
1: all-time low of receptions through this many games, and I know he's missed a few, but
0: that's Bateman, right? Yeah. And think about it, OBJ slings. It. He's had multiple games where it were like eight, eight receivers have caught at least a pass or got like so he's slinging that thing around that's what i'm saying i mean go ahead that's what i said pull the tape up i want to see the tape hey, the I had online, that's why we got it
5: huh? on America. hey
0: the ball coming out quick on this on his third step watch this go back to the beginning go back to the I end guess, please
1: i know i hope you know that's a fucking horrible football right
0: I say what you want. It's a little bit behind him, but he got it. That, that's why the NFL receiver. You're paid to make those catches. Sometimes it's not going to be a perfect ball right in front of you every single time. So, a receiver, if it's in your vicinity, you'll catch radius, catch the ball. I love
5: Sidney
1: when he moved to goalpost. I
0: ain't moving to goalpost. I'm saying a pass. You want a perfect pass every single time, JB? Golly. who throwing the ball? Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I can make that throw right now. <laughs> yeah, Lamar can make that too. But I'm saying in the duration of an entire football game. Every throw is not going to be fucking spot on, you know that. Let me go back. You know? Let me
1: go back. Is OBJ out here?
0: We got three minutes left, Jay. Man.
1: Oh damn. <sighs> so let's <sighs> find. We're gonna find OBJ tomorrow.
0: You better plan this. You better plan it because you because right now all, all I'm seeing is Willing and Dealing. <laughs> all I'm seeing is dot, 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 dot on his head, dot on his chest, dot on his. <laughs> I'm seeing MVP What see no I'm seeing. I didn't
1: see no dot. I didn't see no dot. <laughs>
0: hey. That's all I'm seeing right now, boy. I didn't see no dots. I'm seeing good decision making. I'm seeing, you know what I mean? I'm seeing oh a day day. the show to
1: controversy, all right? So. You know, politically, there's the left, there's the right. You know, Whitlock went over to the right wing. You know, he got on with this guy, Clay Travis, when he left Fox, when he left your guys' place, went over there, and he got with this guy, Clay Travis. I don't really know much about Clay Travis. I know he's on there, and he's conservative and all this. He has basically come out, and this is the question I got to ask you, maybe the poll question, but we're going to ask you. He's basically gave a million-dollar offer to the WNBA Vegas Aces that won the whole thing to say – you will not beat a high school team, um, boys team. And if you do, put your money where your mouth is. Go out and play them. So because I guess he's done this for the fact that the Aces came after him on Twitter and was like, you're sexist, blah, 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 blah. Now, let's break this down. I want to get this real quick before you get this, out of
7: here. Quote, A good state champion caliber high school boys team would smoke the best team in the WNBA. Then this weekend, after the video was posted and the critics, of course, came for him, he doubled down on what he said posting this (coughs) on X. Quote, it's sexist to say women's basketball players aren't as good as men's. That was a question, obviously. It's my opinion, and I'm putting a million dollars behind it. If I'm wrong, the WNBA team can take my money and make more from one game than they do for the entire season. Okay, so let's get into this, because obviously there's a lot of people out there who are just assuming that Clay is being sexist, that he is trying to really punk the WNBA because let's be honest the ratings for the WNBA aren't great which is exactly why Clay made the joke at the end of that if you were to give them a million dollars for losing the bet that would be more than the WNBA would make regularly for one game under normal circumstances uh but the fact remains that men and women biologically super different, and that's what he's talking about. We even look at a boys' high school basketball team and the makeup of their players, what they're able to do, uh, their size, their skills, and look at the WNBA players who are oftentimes much older, uh, they're professional basketball players, but still, the level of competition would not at all be on the same playing field. Uh, so Chris, let's get into that. What, what is your take on this? The fact that people would say that, Clay, you're being sexist when reality remains men and women, super different, even at very different ages, different places in their careers, uh, there would be no matchup whatsoever.
4: I don't even think it's questionable. I love that Clay took it to him. I think a lot of times silence speaks louder than words. The Las Vegas Aces haven't said anything in response yet. Mm-hmm. So, look, I, you're right. I dug into the rosters, the Las Vegas Aces, and then look. I've I've spent some time training at IMG Academy. I work with athletes at a school called a school called High, which is one of the top programs in the country. And we have guards six four, six five, six six. We're on the Aces. The tallest players are six three and six four, and those are their bigs. So they don't even have anybody to really account for the bigs on the male teams. And all
1: right. Big Smitty, what's your take on this million-dollar uh, throw at the women of the WNBA? And uh, there's been a lot of issues going on. Let me be. Let's clear. Let's go back context, Willie. Really, before we get out of here, we'll bring this up tomorrow. Let me ask you: the women's soccer thing came out underpaid, and then guys came in and tried to compare what they bring in versus men. Blah blah blah. Now we got women's basketball who are you know ratings are low we got the britney Griner thing all this stuff going on so it's kind of like this match versus men and women i'm on right now saying the reason we have all this conflict between men and women is because of the made-up human element and the made-up human element is what's causing this conflict between real men and real women and i think we need to get pump our brakes and get back to loving men and loving women Opposite sex. Opposite sex. And I think it's conflicting these type of arguments and in, 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 in this basic beef that you're seeing here. Because, Smitty, be honest, you and I would never have ever said 20 years ago to even call this out. We would never even have called this out.
0: That's where I'm at with the whole thing. Like, I, I listen, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to stay away from comedy specifically about Clay Travis specifically. I think he still is a Fox affiliate. But just the whole situation, like I don't understand why. Why do you what's the win in saying this? Like I I, I put out a million dollars to, to show that these young men like what like what, 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 what are we what what are, what are we trying to like what like what's the like what well, are we trying it, to do? It, it, are, you, are you trying it, to belittle? Yeah I don't what, know. what the aces just did winning a back-to-back championship? Are we trying to belittle? Like, yeah, it's obvious that men and women biology are not are not the same, like oh, Duh! Like we know
1: that. Thing is, though, the women said they are, and that's why he did that.
0: I don't. I need to. Well, I'm gonna need more context then of what 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 led to that then before. Yeah, I don't don't know either. I don't know either. From what I seen, I didn't see the Las Vegas Aces say we could beat the men or we could like do anything. Like I don't. I don't remember them saying that. I think like you, huh? No, no, no. I, would, I, would, I, I, mean, I was yeah. I, I don't, I from I, what I, I've seen, I didn't see them coming out saying, Oh, we okay. could be the NBA thing. Like, so I don't see the win. Like, it's almost like you're trying to belittle a two time back to back champion right after they just won by by trying to say, Y'all, not yeah. that good. We could just take a high school men's boys yeah, team. To I, don't, I don't agree with the part
1: that I think women need to have their own women's league, right? Like they do. WNBA like they do for-
0: so like what Literally. let's give them their flowers. Why are we yeah. trying to remove Literally. or take away but, from it? Compared compare to men, there's there's no point of yeah. doing that. The issue is the women that
1: are in that league have come out and stated that they could play with this or they agree with certain other genders playing with them. And this is the argument. This is why these type of guys come out and say these type of shit and offer a million dollars and blah blah blah. This is the point I think he's making. I don't know who started it. I just wanted to get to you before we get political. I didn't want to get into it. We'll get into it tomorrow when we get to context. But who wins, I guess, is the poll question. That's all I care about.
0: Yeah. Uh, see, I think, I think the, because I've played with like two time All American, like women. And I want to make this very clear from a true basketball talent, like skill set standpoint. Skill set standpoint, I'm not talking about athleticism, strength, all that. I get out, like, that's obviously the men's side. From basketball skill set, elite women are right in par with the men from a basketball skill set standpoint. The issue that will come into play is, obviously, men is way stronger, way faster, can jump way higher. So if you're saying this is, like, the best high school basketball team that we can put together versus the, the, the WNBA champs, I think it, it would be very competitive, but I'm gonna lean towards the WNBA just because these are still high school cats. And yeah, they're athletic as hell, they're strong and all that. But basketball is more than just I'm I'm just fast and I'm and I'm strong, and that's what it is. Like the most athletic team in men's don't always win win the, the NBA final. We saw think back to the Heatles the with LeBron James, D Wade, Chris Bosch, all those cats when they played against the Spurs. What happened? The old-ass Spurs who played fundamental basketball, who passed the ball around and fucking find an open person and shoot threes, they fucking destroyed the heat. Not, And they're way less athletic. So I think it's easy to just be like, oh, the high school boys will win. They will crush them. They're stronger, they're faster. But it's more to basketball than just faster, stronger, taller, all that. So high school versus the best women's team, a professional i gotta give the answer professional but do i think it'll be very very competitive i really do so that's my honest opinion that's not me being on some like that's truly what i believe
1: i I would disagree totally because women yana is coming out of high school so did lebron so did kobe so did the ball brothers like these cats are in high school dog like they they playing the NBA at 17, 18 years old. They're already grown men. We we mature physically way quicker. Like the women would have no shot. That's just my opinion. But it is what it is. It's a great debate. We got to have this debate again. We're already over seven minutes. Uh, I don't know. I think your boys is somewhere else. I think it's out kick. But um, no, I, but of, nah, he's still, no more. Yeah, problems. I got like, you. Yeah. <laughs> It is Talk Talk Tuesday. Uh, De- thank you, Dr. Jesse Moore, Steve Kim, Matt Mcchesney, coming in as the Big Lebowski. Smitty getting robbed by some white folks before, like all throughout the show. Make sure you go watch his little eleven-minute right. short movie because he's an actor. Big Smitty's an actor now. No uh, walk-ins hey, on YouTube. Hey, was that was that the white Howard in
0: that mask? Did you get violated? <laughs> Not over here. I know. <laughs> Hell no. They haven't over here.
5: I'm going to go take this. Tight white ass. man
0: when they rent
1: money. I'm going to go take this skin tight ass golf shirt off and then uh get to it. We'll post this show on the audio side here in about 30 minutes. Much love to everybody. Joe Accord, shout out to $85 for Smitty's eviction fund and get him out the hood fund. Where's it's that not an eviction fund, Joe. It's a get out the hood fund. So be clear. Um. Oh, shit.
5: Uh, We're
0: Ash. I'm, I'm surprised Ash ain't running your room yet. It's that time. Huh? Because I'm surprised Ash ain't ran into the room yet. He's he right here. He's right here. Okay. I'm about to say. <laughs>
1: he stink. I got to give him a shower. He stink. Uh, I'll be headed to Phoenix this weekend, Big Smithy. Bailey, Ethan. You got to run the show for the backdrop. I'll be at the pool, you know, there chilling. But I get my work in, Big Sweeney. I get my work in. I don't, I don't
0: miss. I don't miss. Have I ever missed? Unless your tire is flat, it's the only time you miss. Have I ever missed? Been- Unless your tire is flat, <laughs> pound that like button, man. Subscribe, man. JB gonna be gone all next week. If JB... nah, he ain't gonna be gone. Y'all I'm playing around, but if his tire gets flat, just know my tire gonna be flat that same day. So I'm just giving y'all a heads up right now and uh, man, pound that like button, man. Shout out to all the queens in the chat for holding it down. Y'all know who you are, man. Appreciate y'all for you know, holding it down, doing your thing, and uh. Everybody disagree with me in the chat. I appreciate you. That's that's what this shows. A real show on planet Earth, man. We don't need to. We don't need to agree with every single thing. As long as you show respect, that's all I care about, man. Yeah. Go the deuces, y'all. I'm about to go to work. It's Halloween. It's getting spooky out here, y'all. Getting spooky. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to everybody. Happy Halloween.
1: And uh, there may be oh shit. The White Howard is back. <laughs> Pound the like on the way out the door. Pound the like on the way in the door. Every single day, break the algorithm. We got all kind of shit going on. The realest show on planet Earth. Doc Talk Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. We switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown. We killed it. Yeah, it's a wrap. We want the games we're missing. We switched it and filled the gap. You
5: are now tuning out to the Coach JB.